0: right we got magic jack thank you for coming in 200 google reviews you've worked with american express lionsgate all kinds of big companies man thank you very much for coming in
1: dude uh i can't thank you enough for having me uh thank you very much uh i'm super excited for this
0: me too this is interesting this is definitely different yeah so what happened when you were seven they got you into magic
1: do we have enough time? Holy yeah. Uh, So, yeah. So literally got into magic when I was seven years old. Um, grew up playing sports, football, baseball, you know, normal kid stuff, rapping, video games. Um, I got a magic set and learned a couple tricks out of it, like on my own. wasn't I wasn't taught. I kind of, you know, read the instructions, was a horrible student. And so for me to read something and learn it out of this magic set, fool the adults, and they were genuinely fooled, like, you know, they weren't like, oh, that's great, you fooled me, you know, they were like blown away, uh, encouraged me to learn more magic. And I kind of grew up in a magic shop, so my folks had a costume uh, shop for 30 years selling uh, all types of costumes, masks, makeup year round. And they did costume rentals. This was way, this is in the eighties, like way before Party City and Spirit Halloween and all these other pop-up Halloween shops. So they, uh, they sold costumes. And then um, uh, someone said, hey, if you sell jokes and gags and magic tricks, you know, that'll boost your sales and help sales as well. And so they had like a little counter in the, the costume shop. Uh, it was a brick and mortar business and, uh, a few magic tricks. And I ended up becoming the demo guy, like selling, learning tricks. And at a young age, I was, uh, selling tricks behind the counter, not at seven years old. You know, as I became double digits, like 10, 11, 12, and then they had, um, this guy named Sam Kubrick. He was from Philly and he was the magic department manager. And so he was a character himself. He was a guy, he smoked cigarettes, like chain smoke back to (laughs) back and would, would do a trick with a cigarette just to light it and smoke it. And uh, you, you weren't supposed to smoke in the store. And he, he would, I'm demoing the magic. I'm just <laughs> selling the magic. And so uh, there was this trick where he, you uh, have someone pick a card and he lights a cigarette and takes the ashes and rubs it on his arm. And then the card reveals on the arm. And he would do that. And he would cough like crazy. His pants would fall down. He was a character, man. And so that was my introduction to magic, Sam Kubrick. Uh, What is a magic shop?
0: Like when when I hear magic shop, I have no, do you know what a magic shop is? (laughs) Like, I have no idea what a magic shop Uh, is.
1: Yeah. When you think of a magic shop, you think of like metaphysical crystals and, you know, dragon's blood and stuff like that. Uh, a magic shop is, uh, uh, sometimes it's like a tourist shop like in a tourist area, where they would have uh tricks that they would sell like uh you know parents on vacation or for kids like uh quick impulse buys like impulse sales but there's magic shops that are supply shops for magicians, uh, for professional magicians that carry uh, everything from like consumables that you would use in every show from new tricks, car tricks, stage tricks, illusions, coin tricks, uh, jokes, fake poop. So, like, yeah, you get fake So, poop. a
0: magic shop would have this that just blinded the, the, me for about five seconds, right?
1: Dude, that is the trizonal space warper created by a guy named Jerry Andrus, who was this guy is a certified genius, man, with hands the size of your face, man. And this guy, oh, he's uh, got Michael Jordan oh, hands, man. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. He's and he he's created, um, he's like the 20, 20th century, uh, MC Escher, like, he's created optical illusions up the wazoo and magic. He he passed away, but he was doing magic up until his nineties, man. And he was like, legit. He would fry you at like 90 something years old. And he created this and, uh, this, uh, I forget the origin of it, but he created the trizonal space warper. That's what it's called. And all the tricks have crazy names like that. Uh, and, uh,
0: and that's something I would find at the magic shop, right?
1: This you would find uh unfortunately there's very few magic shops. I there.
0: mean I mean like similar like back then a magic shop would have oh, things for, sure. for magicians, yeah,
1: right? For sure. For eight bucks, you could have a trizonal space warper.
0: And then by the time you're eleven, where are you at with the magic?
1: So um so yes yeah, so, this is young ages. Yeah, shit. yeah. Well, um so I, I got into magic and so my dad and my mom, they had a, the brick and mortar costume shop and then uh, it was very successful. They broke through to uh, another side. Uh, so they had like a smaller store. Then they broke through. Uh, they opened it up a little bit more. And then after a few years, they broke through again. Uh, and I'll go back. My dad used to have a Hallmark store. It was called Annie's Hallmark. Uh, and it was, they sold cards, novelties and stuff like that. But during Halloween, my dad would, he made like a, um, uh, a deal with the, the pet store that was close by and would get like spiders, snakes, uh, creepy critters, stuff, right and huh? he would put that in the store, like in terrariums, but also he would deck it out like spooky style for uh Halloween and they made more money during the halloween ses- season then they made all year and then so my parents were like that's it we're packing up we're closing the Hallmark store they opened Annie's costumes and then which turned into Annie's costumes and magic and they were in the fountain shopping center in plantation florida for 30 years uh for that's a long time dude for like 30 years so uh really like 27 i'm kind of exaggerating still bit, but I mean, yeah i mean even 10 years that's hard it to. it was incredible have balls to uh, walk
0: away you i change anything you know
1: you know now times are different yeah. but back then um it was so busy he'd have to hire a security guard to stand at the door there was a line around the building it was like the hottest ticket for halloween stuff like if you wanted to get some dope dope shit. Sorry. If you wanted to get some dope stuff, you would go to Annie's Costumes and Magic and and load up. And so, uh by the time I was 11, uh by the time I was 11, I was really getting into magic and like sleight of hand and reading. Like it was weird because when school, I was a horrible student. I uh, couldn't focus. I was I was out of control um and I could read a magic book and read and learn uh, right out of the book. And it's difficult for a lot of people. They're like, uh, you know, magicians have a saying, you want to keep a secret, you put it in a book. And uh, there's so many great magic tricks in a book. And they make magic that sells, but it's usually for beginners and stuff like that. Someone just starting out. So I gravitated towards the books. I have a huge library. I have thousands of books. My wife won't even let me put books up anymore (laughs) and uh and yeah so i got into magic and really started um gravitating towards card magic and uh i now i say magic's my job card magic is kind of my hobby because i'm a really big fan of card magic i collect decks of cards i probably have over a thousand decks of cards and The wife, again, said no more decks of cards. That's it. Uh, So, yeah. So 11 years old, really into magic, selling magic behind the counter. It's kind of like my job. And um, then uh, by the time I was 12, though, my life started turning, uh, going a different route
0: real quick did you ever find out how the guy did the thing on his arm oh for
1: sure <laughs> is he still alive right now uh no sam kubrick he smoked too many cigarettes yeah. <laughs> how'd I, he do it how'd he do it uh, or you're not allowed uh, to tell us if, well if i tell you i have to kill
2: you all right, yeah. all right. no i am uh, right, right, right.
1: so uh <laughs> it's a it's a classic trick people still do this trick till this Dad, day david no blaine did it on his special his tv special and um I never liked that trick because you got to like literally like wipe ashes on your body. And I just never got into it. Funny story. Let's fast forward um, real quick and we'll come back. Sure. But I have a, I have a friend who passed away. His name's Danny. And, to know that, man. Um, yeah. We miss him, man. He passed away a couple years ago and, um, He used to always try to challenge me. He was that one friend who just wanted uh he didn't like when I had the spotlight sort of and always wanted to like I used to collect action figures. He would collect more and he would be like find the one I couldn't find. And top Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah." Yeah. We were like that. When we were working out, he would try to, you know, yeah, yeah, that's my bro, man. I love him. But he started doing magic. He all, you know, because people, you know, around friends, they'd be like, do a trick, do a trick. And so I would do magic and he would be like, uh, and we used to rap too. I used to rap and, uh, he, he started rapping too. And we always had a competition, uh, Danny, Danny Toronto, we call him titty boy. And so, uh. So, Danny uh, started doing magic tricks.
0: What, he had big toes for a guy? He
1: had gyno. Gyno. Uh,
0: yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. gyno or whatever. But too much he juice, used to maybe? Walk,
1: Yeah, yeah. No, no. He used to just have it, but he used to walk around all puffy, like, you know, he's my boy, man. I love him. I miss him. I'm just kidding, uh, Danny. I, yeah. know, I know there's no milk coming out. Oh, there. yeah. He'd be the first to show you uh, <laughs> how tough he is. Yeah. Um, I'm just joking. So, he gathered all the friends around. Didn't even tell me he was going to start doing the trick and try to do that trick with the ashes on the arm. Totally fucked it up. Totally blew it. It was so funny. And, uh, it was one of those moments that we always remember like Danny trying to do that trick. And, uh, he's, he's the greatest for that. So, uh, yeah, that was uh, the trick, the ashes trick, not a fan of it. Uh, not really a fan of that effect.
0: Now as a magician, when you say in high school or around high school, you found your
1: voice. What what, what does that mean? Um, I, um, I guess, you know, in high school, um, you know, I realized, uh, I had a talent for magic and a talent for entertaining. And, um, I think around high school was the time I really, you know, I started, I was DJing too. I started DJing. I was really into music. Uh, I'm talking about records with crates and turntables and, uh, going to parties and rocking it out, and I was getting paid for that. Like 14 years old, my mom would drop me off at the Irish pub, and I would be playing um like Fine Young Cannibals, and like, uh, she drives me crazy, you know, that song. Yeah, yeah I'm not going to sing. Yeah, yeah. Can you
0: do a uh, beatbox, like uh, Voice the Man? Like oh,
1: how- no, I'm not going to yeah. embarrass myself. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, I thought maybe maybe the, maybe later. We'll maybe circle later. back to that. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but so I, you know, would dr- get dropped off, and I was in this bar environment. I'm like 14 years old. I'm not even old enough uh, to drink, smoke, or whatever. But I'm there, and um, I was DJing, and then started uh, getting the courage to perform in front of people. Started doing magic, and uh, realizing I could get paid the same for what I was doing when I was DJing, like for three, four hours, uh, getting paid the same for just working for an hour. And then I don't have to carry all this crap, like turntables and crates and uh, bring a partner to help me out. And I just stopped DJing parties and uh, started focus focusing on the magic and started performing full time. And then at a super young age, started working in restaurants, doing magic and private parties. And the whole time I was still working at the magic shop, uh, kind of learning magic and, um, We used to have workshops for magicians and lectures. Uh, Magicians would come in from all around the country, all around the world. They would come in and do like a talk, like a lecture, and then sell their books, lecture notes. And um, we were doing that there, too, at the magic shop, the magic and costume shop at that time.
0: Now, when you go from there and what you open up the Wizard Apprentice.
1: Yeah, that (laughs) wasn't that what that's uh, that's many stories later.
0: Just on that, I'm just curious. When you got to that point, what gave you the confidence that because it was it was like a basically correct me if I'm wrong, like a consulting firm in a sense where magicians would come and you would say, "Look, this trick would probably work best for you. This would work best for you, so on and so forth." Is that right? Uh,
1: yeah. So, um,
0: and then just to follow up to that, what gave you the confidence that you could do that and people would come?
1: to do uh well it, it wasn't like i had a show at that time where people would come and pay um uh, like a ticket to see me you know pay for a ticket um this was more like getting booked for parties events um uh bar bat mitzvahs kids parties, adult you love the parties. Bar mitzvahs. Mm. oh yeah oh uh, yeah uh <laughs> no, yeah uh yeah uh you know um uh, Bar and bat mitzvahs, they, they pay good money. They do pay good money. Um, magic in general pays great money. If you're good at it, um, it's definitely, it's, uh, I can't believe I'm, i I'm a working magician. They used to have a saying back in the days, what's the difference between a large pizza and a professional magician? a large pizza could feed a family of four. Uh, Uh, and so, yeah, magicians were not, it wasn't known to be a lucrative business back in the days. Um, and then I think in the eighties, the nineties, uh, two thousands, there was a big boom, especially with magic becoming popular on TV, like with David Blaine. Mm -hmm. And let's go back to Doug Henning, even Doug Henning, like in the seventies, um, and, uh, Mark Wilson, then david blaine and then um what's that guy the rocker guy chris angel (laughs) i know his name yeah chris angel didn't
0: blaine almost kill himself Uh, recently or he um, he really messed himself up a little bit uh, i think in that ice thing
1: right yeah but that believe it or not that was 20 years ago maybe yeah it's a while ago uh his last thing is uh he had it was called ascension where he had balloons and he literally um had like these weather balloons and flew up to, I forget how far he went up, but he literally went up on the balloons floating up and uh, it's on YouTube. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. And then um, he wanted to go like the highest, I forget how high, like uh, eighty I'm making it up, but uh, he wanted to go like super high. And uh, they started popping the balloons because they thought he was getting, um, Little cuckoo
0: uh, up up that Was high?
1: it atrophy? I don't know if it's atrophy. Uh, or, like the altitude yeah, too high. Altitude or, sickness. Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: now, as a magician, like how dangerous is the things he does?
1: Super dangerous. I mean, I,
0: obviously, he must practice that a gazillion times. Well,
1: you could get a, a paper cut doing a card trick,
0: like a real nice paper cut. <laughs> well, well,
1: what's the worst cut? Yeah, no, but I mean, stuff yeah. David Blaine does is uh, like you know being uh, in in the ice frozen in time that was the thing frozen like that is um i think he had to come out because uh, he almost died and even the bullet catch uh he yeah, um did he ever see that one? yeah so he is that real he yes yeah he he, caught a bullet he literally caught a bullet and penn and teller do that too the they do, do, do you... a double um right, how do you catch a bullet um there's a trick there's a trick to it but uh it's dangerous but he's kind of getting away from doing uh more of the dangerous stuff
0: oh Um, is it about time i think yeah right uh
1: i think so yeah he um the last thing he did was where he um uh swallowed frogs and uh would regurgitate these frogs like he would have them like i'd show up like me i'm here for and i uh, all of a sudden i start throwing up some frogs live frogs in a and freaking wine glass hopping around like oh it's crazy like that stuff makes my job difficult man because i show up at events and they're like oh do you do the frog thing uh do you uh let me shoot you you yeah. know it's like, uh, like dude, just pick a card man <laughs> like holy cow who's your idol like
0: so going going back like high school who was your who were you looking up to uh magic wise who would you watch who who did you want to be you know like athletes jordan kobe yeah. you know whoever uh you know i'm in mean, smith troy aikman whatever who yeah was, man who was
1: your um, who was your your favorite so um i growing up i had a mentor so let's go back to the magic shop uh sam kubrick passed away rest in peace sam we miss you um and uh so he was from philly He's from, uh, he had a magic shop in King of Prussia.
0: Oh, I still live in King of Prussia. Oh,
1: okay. So he had a magic shop in King of Prussia. And believe it or not, David Copperfield used to come into his shop. Mm -hmm. How
0: about David Copperfield?
1: Yeah, David. Well, growing up, David Copperfield uh, was legendary. For me, he was like, um, you know, we used to watch the specials. And uh, nowadays, these kids, they don't know about the specials. Like the specials, you had to be in front of the TV. You had to, you know, look at the TV guide and make market and highlight it. it. Yeah. and would be like, I got to be home at eight o'clock. It's going to be on. And if you missed it, you missed it. That was it. And um, like making the Statue of Liberty disappear, the Great Wall of China. But he would also do some close up magic, too. And David Copperfield is still a G. He's still rocking it out. I think he does something like 600 shows a year still till this day. And uh, he's got a show in Vegas and is the nicest guy. Like if you go to the show, you say you're a magician He'll uh, have you wait afterwards and you get to meet him. He'll take a, you through a tour through his museum. Cool. Like he's like really cool. Like
0: never, that. never let the fame get to his head. I think so. Yeah. I, I think, th- yeah, cool. he's a
1: straight G. Yeah. I, uh, he, him and David Blaine are both. Um, now that David Blaine is getting a little older, I think he's giving back a lot more to the magic community too. And um, uh, yeah, those two guys. So the, uh, back in the magic shop, there was a guy named Larry Taylor who's still alive. And uh, Larry is um, one of my biggest mentors. And we kind of had a love-hate relationship because I was a F-up when I was a teenager, Uh, like real bad. And um, so uh, we kind of butt heads a lot, but I learned a lot of stuff from him. Stuff that I still do and say in my show, and I'm talking about this is like, you know, in the 90s, I learned stuff from him. And so it definitely stuck with me. And uh, I spoke to him the other day. He's going to actually come to my show on Saturday. I have a show, a public show on Saturday. It's going to be at the Cinema Paradiso in downtown Hollywood at 10 p.m. Very cool. Uh, yeah, you guys got to come if you're going to be in town. Yeah, we'll have that in the description and everything. Uh, It'll be awesome. It'll be great. Um, I do a show there uh, sponsored by uh, the City of Hollywood and uh i do a show there on the third saturday of every month and that's this saturday coming up the 15th
0: pull up a uh, tab two
1: because
0: yep. <clears throat> all his uh dates are up there Sweet. but then uh so then what led
1: up to uh the wizard apprentice okay so for that story if you got time um oh that's me at the super bowl um turning tricks and that's me at a wedding and um So most magicians, real quick before I get into that story, most magicians, and when you do magic, the magicians who preach and who teach, uh, they say, find a target audience and know your audience. And if you're going to do magic for kids, that's it. You do magic for kids. If you're going to do magic, if you specialize in weddings, because if you want a photographer and you're at your wedding, what are you going to call? You're going to call a wedding photographer. You're going to call not just any photographer. You're going to call a wedding photographer. Um, So um magicians are saying if you are gonna be the close-up guy and you do restaurant magic, you're that guy. I don't wanna be pigeonholed into that. And to one category. I don't like that. And yeah. for real, to be to do this for a living, um, I I kind of gotta do it all at this point in my career. I have to do it all. I have to do um, you know, birthday parties. Uh, bar bat mitzvah i do a lot of adult shows too which is for some people it's shocking they're like adults hire magicians of course they do yeah there's adult parties too i do a lot of them and um, uh, you name it i've performed in every situation imaginable every situation imaginable Um, and so i don't want to be stuck in a you know just doing the kids show i, d- I don't want to do that and i think i do it very well. I think entertaining adults or kids or families or seniors or, um, you know, rowdy bar goers. Uh, so there's different material for each audience. The, the, The material I perform for, early childhood say like five six years old is totally different than what i would do for eight nine ten years old once you're in double digits the magic has to be a little bit more sophisticated uh, and then for teenagers too uh, i do a lot of te- sweet 16s uh, graduations um, so i try to tailor my performance for who i'm performing for uh, and corporate magic when i'm at a trade show or i'm working uh, like just the other day, I had an award show for this company, Alta Pest Control, and they were from out of town. They came into South Beach, and they had an award show, and they hired me to do some magic for them. It was the demographic was, I'd say, twenty five to thirty five, all guys, and um, you got to have magic for them too—magic that's appealing for them.
0: So, what kind of tricks would you do for? single digits what kind of tricks like just like you know the basis so for early, what would you do for like teenagers and then abysma and then a corporate like what would you do for each just in like an example i would assume like kids you'd probably do cards stuff like that yeah or no not
1: really for no? young kids wow. like cards so because think. kids don't play cards that much and um you say remember a card and they're they're like six of shovels they don't know it's a <laughs> yeah. freaking spade you know like, like you clubs, 80, hunts, spades, diamonds oh, yeah. so like if i was going to perform early childhood like uh silly zany stuff like don't laugh at me oh, i bumped to my head i'm falling over you know silly stuff for that age group um once you get to like seven eight nine you gotta have magic that is not too baby not too sophisticated uh but also there excuse me <clears throat> also there's something called sucker tricks. So sucker tricks are perfect for that age range where they think they know the trick and they're like, "It's in your hand, it's in your hand." And then uh, you're like, "Oh, you think it's the uh, white shoelace?" And they're like, "Yeah, it's in your hand." And and then you show it; it's a red shoelace, or or you know, uh, they think you're holding something, and then you turn it around; it says wrong. You know, I love those tricks, and the parents watching me do those love them too because uh, you know the kids they uh, they constantly yell out that, like they know what the trick is and uh, and that frazzles magicians sometimes it'll throw you off your game because you don't rehearse for that. You know, you are doing a theatrical performance and all of a sudden you have little Johnny, like, uh, (laughs) you know, saying it's in your hand, it's in your hand. Shut up kid. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It, when I was a teenager, it would stress me out, man. And I would, uh, try not to explode but now like i get comments from parents saying oh my god you have so you have patience where do you get these patience from i uh, you know the way you handled that was amazing and i when you're doing magic at a birthday party it's not like when you come to see my show in a theater where um you know it, it's quiet it's all about me and it's all about my show when i'm at you know Fred's birthday party, you know, eighth birthday party. There's so much going on, you know, and nowadays these parties, they have all different activities going on, bounce houses, all types of stuff where they're like overstimulated and so Um, there's going to be interruptions, distractions, and stuff like that. And you have to go with the flow. There's going to be people coming late to the party right right in the middle of my trick. And your card was, and there's like, Oh, they just came and now we have to stop for a second. And it, it really depends on how you handle those situations. And um, it's not about me it's about uh, making a memorable experience for the birthday kid and all the guests there but you know it's different for teenagers adults they're more focused and uh, the show is different. Um, so
0: on like a private show for say a 21 year old kid's birthday So yeah so now, what, get, what kind of trick would
1: you would you bring? So to teenagers that? Uh, w- once I get to teenagers I start doing more of the adult material uh, that's more sophisticated, more, um, I'd say, uh, mentalism, sleight of hand, uh, things that, you know, kids would get bored with, but is really awesome for teenagers. And really then when we get to adults, I'm doing, um, you know, more of the sophisticated I don't want to say sophisticated, like on a higher, level. I'm just saying more of, um, advanced. Advanced, advanced material. Yeah. But still it's always silly and fun. I like to add humor to everything I do. What do you do at a Bitsma? Oh, that's got to be different than all the others. Yeah. Usually at bar and bat mitzvahs, I, um, uh, I strolling magic, like, you know, besides doing like something on stage or in front of an audience in a living room or in a theater, uh, I do close up strolling magic where I would, that that means that I, um, we're having a party and I walk up and I introduce myself. What's up, guys? How you guys doing? My name's Jack, Magic Jack. I'm the resident magician. Tommy has asked me to entertain you tonight. Um, here, pick a card, you know, or just jump into it and just kind of break the ice. I have no problem talking to strangers, obviously, and uh, walking up to strangers and introducing myself. And, uh, you know, uh, I 99% of the time I get, you know, I get a warm welcome. You know, some people are like, uh, no, we're not really into magic. All right. Well, great. Have a fantastic evening. Thanks for coming out. And that's it.
0: So in a bar mitzvah, you'll go out to a single person, no groups. That. Oh, Yeah, groups.
1: small groups and spend uh, like, if I'm there for a cocktail hour, I'll spend five, seven minutes, maybe 10 minutes, depending on uh, the group. And, um, just kind of, you know, keep it moving and do like magic in the palm of their hands without a table, without equipment. I'm usually just working out of my jacket or pockets and, um, uh, doing everything from magic with cell phones to, uh, pocket knives to cards, coins, um, money, paper money. And, um, uh, you know, without like, you know, a big illusion, like, let me saw you in half here. Right. Like, you know, not like something you would do. On yeah. The stage. Yeah. Something practical that you could have in your pocket. Or if I have a briefcase, uh, just chilling. Now, how do you get the corporate
0: people? Cause I would imagine that would be tough, yeah, be right? Beautiful. So yeah. how
1: do you get their How do you get them to
0: walk away and go, Hey, this guy's pretty damn good.
1: So, uh, just make a good impression, be a likable guy, make a good impression. It depends on what the event is like, like this thing that I was just at on, um, Saturday night was, um, in, in South beach at a hotel. These guys are on a, uh, an award vacation, not a vacation, uh, but, um, sort of like a conference, a business conference. And so at their, uh, their award dinner, they brought me in and I, uh, I just went up to the tables, introduced myself and started doing magic. And usually I would do, um, I kind of feel them out. You know, I feel out the table and um, I may do something really quick and then bounce or I may um, stay a little while and do some magic and uh, really depends on the group.
0: Um, So with the corporate, you kind of have to read the room, read the body language, read who you're dealing with. And based on that, you'll decide what you're going to do and how long.
1: Unless I'm doing a show. Like if I'm doing a set show, then um, I would, you know, do my my show, my my magic that I do in, in the show, like my adult show. But if I'm at a trade show, it's different because now I'm in the booth. And my job is to gain a crowd, gather a crowd, keep the crowd there, do some magic, and then pass those potential customers over to the sales team. And then what I would do is maybe uh, create a a routine uh, that's scripted based on that company, maybe something – uh, you know, including a product into my my magic. And then we also have, you know, when you go to these trade shows, they have all types of giveaways, like little stress balls or a pen. And or- explain what a trade show is. So a trade show is like a convention. Um, like if you were in insurance, you'd have a conference where they'd have, you know, maybe – Fifty different insurance companies in a, a convention center, and they're all trying to either get customers or um, find business some way or another. Or um,
0: right, so it's like an event. Like our buddy uh, Chris, I can never say his last name. Very good friend of mine. Like Podfest, he, he'll run out like like uh, Hilton and all the conference, <clears throat> and each room has you know speakers and everything else, and then he'll have you know, like a magician come in, you know, just to make it different. And then whoever room with the magician and on the screen, a magician's coming in at one o'clock magic Jack, you know, two o'clock is this speaker from, you know, sure microphones at four o'clock, these arm bars, I forget the name of them all or whatever, (laughs) you know, they're going to talk at four, like something like that. Right.
1: Yeah. So that too, but also like a trade show would be, um, aisles and booths. So, um, you could have like a uh um i'm thinking of the last one that i did was a medical supply it was uh, like a card show a, maybe yeah or like yeah if you the old school back in the day yeah. like uh, baseball cards like you'd yeah. have different vendors right so uh in this particular the last trade show i did um uh it was for medical supplies so there were different companies with their um you know selling their supplies or their their business and what i would do is i would work in the booth gathering a crowd like creating a spectacle and bringing people over to the booth so there's a return on investment for them you know I pass how, much, them over. how much
0: of a kickback did big pharma give you Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, i know it was five i, had a, sign, I had a sign i <laughs> had a sign of non-disclosure a yeah i can already uh, take a wild guess <laughs> <laughs> let's go through your site uh go to the yeah just let's go through your site and just okay. tell, tell us where to go so everybody can
1: see everything I, I hope everything's working here yeah um see that is at uh that last shot was at a uh, corporate event um that was at a corporate event i'm trying to think I can't even remember the company. I'm so sorry. But I was doing strolling magic there. So for the Super Bowl, I got hired to actually perform at the Super Bowl. Wow. It was amazing. It was one of the most difficult jobs that I... I want to say audition for or that I applied. Okay. It's not like you apply. We're, we're you know. football
0: fans. You got to you got to take us through the audition. Okay, and then we'll go right. through the rest. Yeah, right.
1: yeah. No, we got to go back to when I was twelve. <laughs> well, now you got me all, got us
0: on football at the Super Bowl. Um, so now we got to talk. I'm so a big football fan too. Gig?
1: How'd you get the gig from A to Z?
0: And just take me through it all. all so it. I you.
1: got I literally got contacted by the company that works with the NFL, Damn. and so I got contacted by them. This is maybe. I want to say. I'm up to. Interrupt m- you. I'm
0: sorry to interrupt. Just for people watching, uh, they just contacted you directly, or you networked to them, or they just contacted? they found me. Congratulations! They, yeah. I
1: yes, thank you, Shit. man. Congratulations, I, um, bro. Thank you. And to go back on something, so when you're starting out doing magic, you know you try to work for different entertainment companies and event planners, um, but what happens is when you're working through these event companies, uh, they are booking the show for you. You show up, they pay you some money, but you don't get paid all the money. You know, they get a cut out of, I don't, sometimes it's a mystery. Who knows what they're paying? You know, they'll just pay you, um, you know, an average fee, an average fee. And then once I found out that, whoa 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 you know like i'm only getting a third of what is really you know oh you what found paying. out about
0: the layers oh oh i found out about the layers too about seven months in oh yeah yeah oh yeah so i want you right yeah okay well there's seven guys before you and this seventh guy that i'm talking to doesn't even know who you are they just know your name the sixth guy the fifth guy the third guy doesn't even know who you are the second guy knows your agent Finally, that agent gets one that actually talks to you, and then that person relays to the other six back to me. And by the time it gets to me, it goes from say, three hundred bucks to a thousand because
1: each one along the way are taking a piece for sure. And And that's that's exactly sometimes. And I didn't realize we call it layers, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, in some situations, there's a party planner. Calling another party planner, booking a magician through someone else, and then everyone's taking a little like shekels out of it, you know, which is crazy because, like, I I don't do that when I have a but say you're a magician and you're my friend. Um, if I'm booked and I can't make an event, I'm like, Tommy, are you available on June 12th? And then you're like, yeah, man, what do you got? And I'm like, well, I'm going to give you Karen's number. And, uh, uh, it's a, it pays 500, you know, direct number. Yeah. 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 (laughs) And it pays 500 and that's it. And I'm not going to take a cut because I make my money by, by working and doing magic. Maybe I do it the wrong way, but I don't think you should make money off of friends like that. and, I'm only going to refer you if you're my friend. I'm not going to, you know, just let me get a warm body to cover my gig, you know. (laughs)
0: Right.
1: Uh, So, I, yeah, I never really liked that, man. And so um, I've been trying to get away. And for those event planners and party planners who are listening, um, I still work with a few, but they'll pay me what I am asking, you know, and not like, you know, this pays this much you know, I'm able to dictate how Third much I standard, right? Yeah. I'm able to dictate my appearance fee uh, instead of idea. being like, well, what does it pay? Yeah. Uh, you know? Okay. Uh, you know, and I've, I've worked way too hard and I put too much time and effort into my craft to um, get chopped down like that, you know? Yeah. So, all right, back to the super bowl. Cause I, I, I don't know who's listening to this. They're going to be like, man, this guy's all over the place. Um so on the Super Bowl uh I think it was like maybe 5 months before I get a call and um uh this the they told me it was a you know they're looking for entertainment in the Super Bowl it was in Miami it was in my backyard and um I they said they were looking at a bunch of different magicians and I found out that they had like 30 different magicians they were looking at and so I um I Sent her an email back. I sent her all my promotional material, which I always think my promotional material is crap, and it's never good enough. And I'm always trying to get new stuff or new video. And I'm my, I told you before, I'm my worst critic. But
0: that's why you got to the Super Bowl, pal.
1: I guess so, man. I still don't believe it. Um, and so now it wasn't like I was like the halftime show. Like I was working for about 3,500 VIPs in an area. You know, like oh, is that an, all it, at the Super Bowl? Is that all? that's all yeah yeah but it was it was in it it was it was in it like an area that people i think they don't need, like, downplay it i'm not dumb i'm not tell t- me how you ball. got the job it's you're, you're killing ball. all right so so i um i sent my promotion material in i spoke to her um and uh she was like okay great they asked me for some more video they asked me for some more pictures they asked me for some more references and um I'm, in the back of my head, I'm like, I'm that. This is like a wash, but I'm going to try my hardest here. And so uh, I sent that stuff in. A month went by. I called them. Hey, you know, just wanted to circle back around and check in with you. And were you know, debating? Were you debating when to call back? I was. I, I was, I was uh, like uh, a week. It night. got to the point where I just forgot about it, and I was like, ah, oh, that was a good try. You know, that was a uh, Super Bowl's like in two weeks. You know, so I guess I didn't get it. And then I got the call saying uh they want to move forward and book me and i was like i put it on mute and i was like yeah (laughs) i did the happy dance and um uh i i got booked and uh it was uh it was the it was probably the highest paying job i've ever gotten paid for for magic it was ridiculous and um it was uh i was on a, a rocket ship, man, blasting off. I was so hyped up, man. And, uh, so the game day you, uh, we had to go to a separate location, like a remote location where you check in, you go through security. And I got that dope Jersey that says the, the, the super bowl Jersey, they wanted that back. And I was like, you're crazy. you don't want this back yeah <laughs> why would it's they like, want the church yeah they asked me for it back and i was like uh, i'm pretty sure they said i could keep it right <laughs> yeah and i think it smells now you know like what? i don't know what we're like i don't know we have to see if you could keep it i was like for yeah. real man like come on man that's crazy, that's crazy. it is crazy I, maybe they just wanted it i think <laughs> so um So, yeah. So uh, we went through like security at this remote location and then they bus you over to the stadium uh, in separate buses with other um, with other game day workers. And um, it turns out I met another magician mentalist there uh, from Canada. So they booked two guys. They booked me here from South Florida, and they booked another guy named Spidey from Canada, which I, when I saw this guy there, I was like, wow, you know, now I'm rubbing elbows. This guy, he's on YouTube. He's got hundreds of thousands of followers. He's really doing his thing. He does body language. Uh, he's a mentalist and I wouldn't say he's a magician. He's more of a mentalist and, sort of like body language specialist and uh real cool dude got to connect with him. That was like one of the highlights of me being there. And, um, what was so hard about it though? You said it was the hardest gig. you had. Just like with like this, you know, usually if someone calls me to book a show, even a corporate show, like I submit my reviews, I have like, you know, like you said before, I have over 200 five-star reviews reviews, which I'm super, um, grateful for they mean a lot to me especially when i hear their feedback uh because it's very encouraging and also it there's it helps book shows like tremendously it like magic if you don't
0: tell me what you did at the super bowl i'm gonna jump over Oh, like what tricks did i do Yeah. yeah why was it so
1: hard and what'd you do oh well no it was difficult it was difficult getting the job performing wasn't hard uh, but getting the job because they
0: wanted so much stuff. They just over yeah, and over like it over. was
1: like you know they. I just figured I didn't get it, and uh, I I didn't hear back from them. But no, they wanted pictures, they wanted video, then they wanted more video, then oh, they wanted more pictures. See, and I they thought wanted I more thought video. the job that they wanted you to do was no, no, insane. it was cakewalk. Yeah, it, that's what I do. Uh, I did what I did. Um, and that was easy. That's the easy part. Is is there when I'm there doing my shtick? It's easy, but. Uh, getting the job was difficult, just and because they vetted me out so much with the background check, and uh, I'm happy to say I could pass a background check nowadays. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, Not many people can. No, because we'll go back to when I was 12. Yeah. Uh, if you uh, you Super Bowl, Super Bowl. Okay. So
0: what tricks did you do?
1: Um, so I created a couple tricks, especially just for the Super Bowl, that were like football related. Um and really just my normal, the same stuff I would do, my strolling magic stuff, magic with- You're really not going to tell me what you did at the Super Bowl. Well, I mean, I did a card trick where the card ended up in my shoe. I mean, there's like several tricks That's that I did. That's what I, I want did. to know. Yeah, well, I will show you some magic here. I, I'm i kind of like a show don't tell with magic, you know? Uh, but with like the tricks I, I would do- uh I I did um I did a lot of card magic. I did some stuff with football like playing car- like trading cards uh because it's a football thing. Uh and I hope uh, you didn't lose any rookie me- cards. Huh? <laughs> I hope you didn't lose any rookie cards. No, I, I no, <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't bring I uh I would I wouldn't bring. No, basically the trick with this was um I had a uh a, a drawstring bag and inside the bag was a surprise. And then I had a bunch of, uh, like, football cards. And um, so uh, they would pick a random card, and they had a free choice. And then um, out of all the cards, the the what was in the bag was a signed football. And I think the signed football, Gosh, who was a yeah. signed football a from? Uh, it was, uh, I can't remember right now. I'm drawing a blank. It was a Dolphin. Um, Dan Marino? No, it wasn't Dan Marino. I wouldn't bring that out, you know? <laughs> yeah, I I'm a huge football fan. I wouldn't bring anything signed by Dan Marino. It would be in a glass case. Rob loves Dan um, Marino. Loves Dan To Marino. tell you the truth, I think it was A.J. Dewey. Yeah. I think it was A.J. Dewey. Do you remember him? 77, A.J. Dewey. Yeah, he, he played for the Dolphins, man. Yeah, uh, very yeah. cool. Um, So... Uh, yeah. Like I said, if I'm doing something for like a medical convention, I'll try to work medical props into my show. Um, Or football, I'll try to you know do something football. Like I've done stuff for the Dolphins before, where I did some you know football related magic too, just to keep it fresh and current and um, not the same old same old. I'll get off the Super Bowl after this. Yeah. How many how sure. many times did you change what you were gonna do
0: before you decided what you were gonna do at the Super Bowl?
1: So with the super it wasn't like I was doing a show in front of a large audience. I know you had thirty five hundred people, but I mean But strolling around. Like yeah. literally that was me walking up to random people. Uh, hey, welcome to South Florida. My name's Magic Jack. I'm the resident magician. Uh, how you guys doing today? Are you excited? Who, who's going to win? Oh, they also gave me poker chips uh, that were Kansas City and San Francisco uh, poker chips that I was doing magic with.
0: I locked them up, buddy. I got them. I got them em. for the rest of your life when you have a bad
1: day. I got a bad year. <laughs>
0: Or when I, China, If I know you like football China so much, us.
1: I would have gave them to you, man. I uh, still, I have a bunch of them, man. Because I was, they were like, here, give these away. Don't and, give them uh,
2: away. Hold on to them. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna be worth a lot I'll of money. Sh- I'll share them with that you. That was the, that was the same week, right? The Super Bowl that week. Year, I went down with my kids. They had a whole thing for a Super Bowl. That's the same week Kobe Bryant died in the helicopter crash. Oh, that's horrible, horrible news, yeah.
1: man. My I'll tell you what.
0: Favorite player. Favorite player ever.
1: Uh, you told me you uh, you saw him I just, whole I really, season.
0: Yeah, I, really, I just really liked how he never gave up. If he missed a shot, that guy would stay three hours after everybody else. Everybody else left. He's always a good one, man. He shot a million times. Whatever he missed. It. He didn't miss it the next game. I know that.
1: That sucks. <laughs> uh, so back on the Super Bowl, um, I finished the Super Bowl. It was amazing. I was on such a high. I was like blasting off. I was like, my career is going to skyrocket. Yeah. And then um, COVID hit. And, uh, oh yeah and then literally because oh. Super Bowl is in February and like right around March COVID hit Yeah, and everything canceled on the, the calendar
0: right uh, after the Super, right after yeah, it prime was, time it for you was. right I,
1: yeah I was like in my signature on my email official like magician high, for man. Super Bowl <laughs> you know like literally I was putting that on my, my email signature Uh, and I because I was psyched about that and really uh, excited that I got the job and you know for them to choose me out of all the other choices they could have picked anybody and flew them in uh, like they did with spidey this guy they brought him in from canada man and so they were like uh you know i don't know if the budget ran out and they were like ah we got to get this guy from south florida or they were like this is a guy we want here and that's the way i like to think that they were like this guy is our guy
0: well you made it to the super bowl that's fucking really impressive
1: thank you man yeah (laughs) shit
0: all right, go to the next one, Rob, or whatever you want them to go uh, here, to so people can see everything.
1: Um, so yeah, that needs to be updated. Uh, some of these um these companies because I've worked for a lot more uh, companies since I updated, maybe about a year. Like an American or two Express, ago.
0: General Absolut. Electric, Coca Cola, Absolut Vodka, Lexus. I mean, these are big names xfinity hate them but have to use them they have a monopoly <laughs> uh get entertainment i mean these are monsters what'd you do for uh, american express so,
1: they're huge
0: and picky as can be american
1: express um and i got i got good pictures from american express there on my uh instagram and so they brought me in um it was like an employee appreciation and they have in sunrise they have their their headquarters and so um they brought me in to um entertain everybody there pretty much and they literally had me like right in their their main loja area their you know the open area and they had a dj they really rolled out the red carpet, similar to you guys here. and uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, they had my, um, my image on um, the screens everywhere, and it was awesome. It was really good. It was a really good show. Uh, there was a few hundred people there, and uh, it was awesome. I, I got huge. two great reviews from American Express, and yeah, that's, that's the road I want to be on.
0: That's massive. Go yeah. back to
1: his uh, homepage, Rob.
0: Yep. What's the virtual? The, did, did you start that during COVID?
1: I did start. I, yeah. Everybody went virtual um, during COVID. Myvirtualmagic.com. Yeah. So
0: how, how did you end up uh, doing all this? You just did it through Zoom?
1: So yeah, back up to Super Bowl uh, after everything canceled, after the Super Bowl, after freaking out for like a week on like the sky is falling. What am I going to do? Every, everyone canceled. Like I had like 30 shows canceled. Oh. And like freaking out, like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And then, um, you know, there was like, people were doing stuff on live, like going live and doing stuff and, hey, you know, uh, send me a cash app or whatever. And I did that a couple of times. And then all the magicians got together because I wasn't, I wasn't the only one. Sorry okay. about that. I wasn't the only one who was in that situation. And then virtual magic was birthed. And so. Uh, virtual magic where uh, I didn't know anything about zoom and um, you would log on to zoom and you would see me do my show and so the first show I did was horrible and uh, I just did what I normally do I did my normal shtick and realized it doesn't play the same on camera than in person. Because when you're in person, it's an experience. And uh, that's the way to you know see magic is in person, you experience it. Because everyone says, uh, I'll believe that when I see it. And when you see it, uh, it's a different experience than watching it on video. And so for me, it wasn't interactive enough. Even though my show is super interactive, there's a lot of audience participation. I'm not the type of guy who plays music and I do a silent act or something that's not my style and I like remember people's names I shake hands it's very interactive and so how can I do that through you know virtually how can I do that and so a lot of magic was created from scratch like new magic that was you would be at your house grab your deck of cards shuffle them up and then you would do stuff on your end and make the magic happen without me even touching the cards, which in, in normally those tricks are really boring. Like if I was to show you some tricks now like that, it'd be a little boring because they're procedural, but through virtual, it was, it was a mind blower. And so then there were all these types of magic and magicians started writing books about virtual magic. And then, uh, back to learning magic, uh, they were putting out all different tricks to different magicians uh, because everyone was doing virtual. And I think uh, at this point, everyone's screened out. They're totally screened out. And uh, I don't know anyone who's really doing virtual magic anymore, but it was really cool. It was a cool medium. And um, for those companies that are still working remotely, uh, virtual was awesome. So I could do a show in the UK. And I could do another show in LA and then one in New York all on the same day. Um, and it was pretty cool. And uh, a lot of companies were doing, they were all working remotely. So they would have these happy hours where they would bring me in. And I was doing a lot of corporate work that way. A lot of corporate work and a lot of um, birthday parties. And it was enough for me to create an, my own website and Thanks get it out God. there. Yeah. yeah and, a lot
0: um, of people either benefited from it. Like you found a way through or they got killed. You know, and I, I, I lo- saw that like uh <clears throat> Dana White, you know, he kept the uh, UFC going. Uh I think boxing kept going for a while. Was, yeah. A little bit of basketball, and I kept thinking, like, this isn't gonna be good because the players, just like a magician, but you, you switched it up, you feed off the crowd. Yeah. You know, when you're playing basketball and you dunk it, you want the crowd to go, ah, and then you get the adrenaline. You know, you, sure. you hit that tough shot, you get the adrenaline. Football, you know, you score a touchdown, you get the adrenaline, you look in the crowd and there's no one there.
1: And with weird. football, you know, that, so a rival crowd uh, is going to make noise where you yes. can't even hear the plays or focus. And without the audience or without the crowd, you, you know, you right. don't have that 12th man, you and, know.
0: And you had the same issue, but you just found a way to work around it. But, you know, I would look, I would watch a couple and I, would, you know, that they would put the fake... Uh, face noise. and, and fake, noise. fake oh, noise, the basketball games. And yeah. Put like the fake people on it. And I would be like,
1: the, and they'd have famous people like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and some random. Cause you know, especially
0: with sports and magic, you know, you're feeding off that crowd, whether it's just me and you, me, you and Rob, or there's 20,000 people in the stadium. I, I would just think it's so hard unless you find a way like that, where the other person's doing it. And you're, you're really mind-blowing them.
1: So l- let me tell you, with magic virtually, you got to mute everybody. So I can't hear you applause and the way you would applause is you show me love by waving your hands like this and going like this. And that lets me know you like the, the trick or whatever. And because if someone farts or sneezes, your screen cuts out <laughs> and they're like, uh, they're like, what, what happened? You know, what happened? <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, yeah. so yeah, the, the whole technical aspect of doing magic virtually, like some guys would have seven cameras and OBS and, you know, start working, you know, becoming these engineers stuff and i never really got into that i always had one camera and that was it and i never did the two cameras and i had a i I got a nice microphone and that was it but i didn't do obs like a lot of people were doing uh uh, like that's like a like a program
0: still sucks anyway we have it it, it still sucks
1: if you ever if elon musk
0: ever calls you to do a show (laughs) can you please tell him like look look bud you got a rocket to mars can you please make us something virtual that's quality?
1: Does he do uh, OBS, Elon no, Musk? Or? No, but I, we need him. We need him. He's got the brains. We he's need He's got
0: the IQ to do it. He's you a know? strange
1: bird, but we gotta love him. Maybe he's, he's gonna alien. take us to the Mars. Maybe he's an alien.
0: Maybe oh, he's an alien. Not, Maybe, he he's an alien. I mean, Maybe they send him. him back
2: here. He is he did uh, a
0: lot of shit real quick.
1: Holy shit, man! man. That's a whole nother story. That's now. another story. Where holy else on the website so everybody can see everything you have? Let's go to. Can you pop up Instagram? Yeah, it was right next. to it. Yep. Awesome. Let's see. Uh, if I could crack the code on Instagram, it would be amazing, man. Um, let's see. Uh, pasteboard. Click on that story. Uh, there's a couple of cool card tricks right there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah. Let's see what happens here when you click on that. Oh, this is cool. Little four ace production or four jacks out of thin air. Bam. You probably got to turn the sound um, up on yeah, the Ah, It's all good. I'll tell you what happened. Uh, um, that's more cards. That's a uh, decks of cards from the Olympics in the 80s. Oh. Uh, yeah, here, go back a second. Um, yep. Go back to. Uh, yeah, you could go out of that one. That's a.
2: Get out totally. Hey,
1: yeah, that's cool. Oh little four jack production. That? That? Uh yeah, let's see. Um let's go uh uh oh I got hired by FIU. Um they they hired me about um when was this? Maybe two years ago? Forty six weeks it says. Yeah. So they brought me in. What's up, Panthers? It's your boy Magic Jack, and I'm back with another magical moment. I'm- with
2: the oh, oh. that was it <laughs> what I'm happened back with another magical moment. oh my gosh oh i think
1: that i uh, was a post that's on my that's actually yeah. on my thing so i i got hired by fiu they wanted to create these magical moments during their basketball games and so they actually played those on the jumbotron i made 30 different videos that um they would play during the basketball games on the jumbotron and uh it was cool it was yeah i love i love things like that because it's not it's not the average like show up do some tricks and entertain an audience it's a little different because they're like we want 30 videos of you doing magic on the camera that we're going to show on the jumbotron during our basketball games and uh, it's called magical moments and uh We're going to have you come and film it here on on the campus. And so I had to come up with 30 different things that I could do for the camera uh, that were, you know, legit for the camera. And because the camera don't lie and you got you got to definitely have your A game ready for camera work.
0: How many seconds did they want each one or did they have a time Uh, like a minute? like uh yeah like uh, and that's you don't have a lot of time to build it up or anything
1: right no they were just like we're back with another magical moment just like that (laughs) and i would do something quick and um but it was cool it was a good experience and uh i definitely learn a lot when i get these different unique things that that come down my way um go to go to the uh post and then
0: um maybe uh Jack, we'll do a trick here live.
1: Okay, yeah, this trick right here with the jacks, uh, that's a cool trick.
2: Sometimes um, it's difficult to follow
1: 52 cards. I totally get it. Uh, so this time, I brought the best cards money could buy. We're going to use the four aces. Uh, the four aces, hearts, spades, diamonds, clubs, you know them, you love them. And uh, also, we're going to use the four jacks, all right? So check it out. Four aces. Go right here, and the four jacks we're gonna use right here. Let me introduce them to you, actually five, including me. So look, we have the hearts, we have the spades, there's the diamonds, and there's the clubs, all right? The four jacks, no doubt about it, all right? Check it out, we're gonna only use the leader jack, the jack of hearts, all right? Watch, the jack of hearts, what we're gonna do is this, all right, check this out, we are going to swap out the heart The heart, watch the ace of hearts goes on top of the jacks, and the jack of hearts goes on top of the aces. Don't blink because if you blink, you may miss it. All I have to do is this is give it a little spin, like that. When you snap your fingers, that's when they do a somersault. Check it out, that's when they turn face down, just like that. When you wave them over the jacks, the aces turn into jacks, just like that. I know it's crazy. Look, check it out. There's the (laughs) club. There's the diamond, there's the spade, and last but not least, the heart. And over here, check it out. Over here we have, that's the leader. There's the heart right there. All right, there's the spade. There is the diamond (laughs) and the club. The four aces change places with the the four jacks. If it ain't magic, it ain't jack. I'm pretty sure that was magic. Thanks for watching. Peace.
0: And if you're listening to this, make sure you go to Spotify and watch it in video format because that one got me
1: yeah that was i was looking for sleeves to see if he had sleeves on i was looking eh, looking everywhere man <laughs> thank you thank you to <laughs> me i'm watching i'm i can't watch myself i'm like uh, oh my uh,
0: yeah, gosh I'm it's same, so long it's, show us another good one that one was good. cool
1: there's a coin trick right there on top that's pinned to the left right there um three coins.
0: one two
1: Three coins. Here's one, you squeeze it. I'll narrate. Poof. It's gone. Two coins left. Keep your eye on the coins. There's.
0: Oh! Oh! oh. Where oh. in the fuck can you hide it. that?
1: And watch the last I'm not one. Not asking. I'm just watch just the last one. Here. Oh! Whoa! Yeah. What? There's one. That's cashmere, cashmere, <laughs> <laughs> I'm to oh stand my stand God. Stand Those of you who are
0: listening, he
2: literally just made three disappear. disappear. And
0: I looked hard, and not that I'm the brightest
2: crayon in the box, but. So, like, seeing it on video, of course, is different, right? Am I right? Like, seeing it on a video is cool, it's amazing. Seeing it in person is a different.
1: Totally different. And, to- and totally Why different. is it just
2: because your eyes are. I, how, how do you. You're
1: part it? of it. When you are watching it in person, you're not just, you know scrolling swiping you are experiencing you're making a decision it depends if you're like selecting a card or if you are choosing an item and then it's a prediction uh so you're a part of it and you are it's a it's like an experience that uh you have witnessed and i i love it i uh, you know because I could do a trick and then not see you for like six months, and then you're talking about that trick still. And to me, that means that I my job is done. That I created an impact, and uh that's all I like to do is spread some magic, man. Believe me,
0: one of us or both of us, I'm like this guy really made. It. I don't know where they went because I look hard. You know, what I mean, I look super hard.
1: And that is the thing with and the
2: looking hard video what... <laughs> very difficult. Yeah, yeah. very yeah. difficult. Um now you did all these i'm looking at going scrolling through some pictures here um i mean you're doing all different type of events any celebrities that you've done magic for and any that stick out really
1: yeah um uh you know i mean i'm not one of those guys that i i don't have a lot of celebrity interaction yet um yeah. but i i have bumped into um some really cool celebrities and i've done magic for them uh one was um yeah, had a picture of him. Oh my gosh, I'm drawing a blank. Um, Alonzo, Alonzo, uh, Alonzo Mourning. Um, super awesome dude. So tall. So I thought I was tall. This he's guy tall. was like, what the heck? Yeah, he's like 6'8". Oh my right. god, yeah. yeah, he's super tall and jacked. And um, yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, we love him. Um, and uh, I'm trying to think, man, celebrities. Uh, that come to my mind uh there's Juanes. he is uh oh, yeah the spanish uh, it really depends singer. on uh you know if you listen to him or not but he's a grammy uh yeah. grammy award-winning uh singer songwriter and um i was hired to entertain at his son's party that's his son right there and um whatever
0: the alien thing is called uh I, the my, baby yoda yeah my daughter has slippers of those oh yeah? yeah
1: i, I got know. a yoda tattoo right here yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: yeah Uh, my kids got slippers holy shit
1: how old is your kid (laughs) two it's good to know that i have a tattoo and your kid's got (laughs) your two-year-old slippers of that tattoo um and uh that is me at the one hotel on the left um i do uh a show there uh right now i'm off i'm not doing the show there right now but usually i would do a show there every month uh it's on south beach and this is uh the 10-foot pole the 10-foot you know, pole one. comes out of a bag.
0: Now that's stretching when you're pulling that
1: out. Uh, well, yeah, it comes out of that little bag. Um, that's the 10-foot it's pole. It's magic, Tommy. And, and yeah, you don't person, need the no. table behind. To it out. Well, and so <laughs> you don't need the table. So if you see, it comes out of the bag. So I just set the bag on the table. But it literally comes out of that bag uh and that is a 10 foot pole that was a funny joke during uh covid like uh this is how i um
2: kill about covid uh, yeah this is how well yeah this
1: is how i measure my distance uh, with this pole here
2: Uh. (laughs) that's so cool (laughs) that's good
0: that was a good one give us one more i gotta see one more
1: awesome let's see um let's see let's find a cool trick here um that's the theater where I do the show this Saturday, October right uh, 15th. Yeah, I'll be, that's just a picture of uh, me uh, sitting there.
0: Very cool.
1: Chilling out, always early, on time. Oh, go uh, to that egg trick, right? Oh, I just gave it away. On the right, the dollar. This was an Easter effect right here. Magic Jack, and I know you've heard of funny money before, but this, this right here, this is yummy money. Check it out. What you do, you fold it in half like this. You make sure it's really straight. And watch one, two,
2: three, just like that. What now the
1: we have Kinder Egg, just in time for Easter. I wish you were here to smell it. It's the good stuff. That's right. Happy hello, hello. Easter. Happy Passover. If it ain't like magic, like it ain't Jack. Peace.
0: Damn, uh, he just he went like this, and I was like, "Yeah, it
2: has, I like those ones." Like <laughs> Slight of hand. I don't know what the hell how that works. You want to do
0: a trick, and then we'll get back into everything. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, right. uh, let's, let's do, do it. it. This episode is brought to you by Let's Get Checked. I want to talk to you guys out there who are working out all the time but aren't seeing any results. Your commitment isn't the issue. You're going to the gym all the time, different body parts, everything else. Before you go and buy a new supplement, try a new diet, new routine, let's talk about your testosterone. Low testosterone can affect anyone at any age. And low testosterone will take away muscle mass and you'll gain body fat. So let's talk about today's sponsor, Let's Get Checked. They're the worldwide leader at home testing kits. You order the testing kit, it's delivered right to your house, discreet packaging, next day delivery. You send it back, once it arrives in the laboratory, your results will be available in two to five days on your secure online account. So, if you want to test your testosterone levels without leaving your home, visit trylgc.com/slash. M-S-C-S, and use the code M-S-C-S at checkout and get 30% off. The link is in the description at the top. This episode is brought to you by Fiji. More than just water.
2: This is not just rock. It's ancient volcanic rock that filters tropical rain, giving it double the electrolytes and its signature
1: soft, smooth taste. It's not just water. It's Fiji water. Uh, So, alright, so uh, we're going to play a drinking game? Sure. You want to play a drinking game? Drinking game, do it. Yeah. Sure. All right, cool. Let me get rid of this real quick. Let me put this over here. Uh, I'm going to just fix myself real quick. Is that cool? Yep. I'm
2: yeah. Not, can I'm you not hear me? your way at all, right? No, no,
1: no okay. never, never. Um, all right. Look, we're going to play a drinking game. Okay. All right. Uh, it, but it's not what you think. Okay. All right. And this is actually not a trick. It's an experiment. Okay. Right. I call it an experiment because experiments often fail. So if I blow it, it's not like I blew a trick. It's just an experiment, right? All right. So here, check this out. We have uh, inside here, I have some coasters. I have a uh, a wine coaster. All right. For those of you who cannot see what I'm doing right now, we have a wine coaster. We have a, uh, a beer coaster. All right. And we have a whiskey coaster. All right. In a second, I'm going to ask you to choose one of these. But I am so confident I know exactly which one you're going to choose that I'm going to I'm going to wager 20 bucks, this 20 bucks right here. So for those of you who can't see, uh, yeah, I have 20 yeah. bucks right here. All right. So uh, I'm going to leave it right there. All right. Uh, and just to let people know, we've never met before. Correct. Correct. You act like that's a good thing, dude. I happen to be a nice guy. No, All right? I'm saying that. <laughs> of the of- <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'll, I'll write no, I'm down joking. what
0: I think. okay
1: what i think well well here's the deal here's the deal so um uh i'm gonna ask you to choose one of these it could be whiskey it could be beer it could be wine um you could either do two things you could pick the drink you normally drink or you could try to dip and dive and uh choose one you don't drink all right uh i'm so confident based on my psychotic psychic abilities (laughs) Uh, I'm not a psychic. Uh, I just think of what a mind reader may do and then do it. Uh, I'm going to bet this 20 bucks right here. Okay. So uh, on the count of three, I'm going to snap my fingers. Just name one. It could be whiskey, beer, wine. But let me tell you, nobody picks beer. Okay. I don't want to influence your choice either by saying nobody picks beer. uh, But you know what? Just uh, all right. One, two, three. Beer. I knew it. Thank you. That's what I would have picked. I'm so sorry, dude. You didn't win the money today, Uh, (laughs) but thanks for playing. Um, uh, I knew you were going to pick the beer. I I knew you were going to pick the beer. That's why I I, I don't know if you could see this. I'm going to turn it over. It says on the back, I knew you would pick the beer. (laughs) It says that. Here, let's show everybody. It says, I knew
0: you would pick the beer. That's right. Now, I didn't look down at that. I didn't look down. I mean, once I looked down, but I looked down on all three of them. That's pretty good. But
1: I printed that. But I know what you're thinking. You're probably thinking on the back of the whiskey and the wine. Well, this gives me a
0: headache. This, you won't see me for a week. This is okay.
1: Okay. Well, I, that's and why I, I knew that because that is the only one that says, I knew is, you would actually, pick the beer. And impressive. that is the only one. That's, mm, that is very that's impressive. Good. That's it, awesome, and we so we didn't set that up, right? No, no, we didn't. No. No. you didn't even know I was going to do this. No,
0: I actually thought you were going to do some spin thing on there and then use that red. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, thing. Oh,
1: the trizonal space warper. Yeah, yeah, everyone like, picks beer. Why is that
0: decent? I'm just
1: kidding. No, oh. it doesn't. <laughs> that would suck though, uh, because everyone does not pick beer. Uh, but we'll have to see it next time and see what someone picks. Yeah. Wanna do Rob? Uh what's that? Wanna do Rob? Well, I would uh never I would never repeat a trick. Uh, because the first thing is uh you never tell the trick and you never repeat a trick. Because first time it's entertainment, second time it's education. Not all all the time, but yeah. But we could do another one. Yeah. We could we could do we could do other magic too. Um this is something I actually I, I quit smoking cigarettes. Uh I uh I know we talked about it before. I, I vape. That's
0: why well, you got killed on insurance because you're vape or whatever. I know. <laughs> what
1: the hell? I don't even want to talk about yeah. it. Yeah. You know, I spent so much time, uh, uh, you know, it was hard to stop smoking. And uh, I don't want to be jumbled up with the smokers. I quit it, you know, but because I vape, uh, they uh, they gave me the smokers rate, man.
2: Yeah.
1: not Not cool, man. This podcast is brought to you by Monster Energy. Tear into
0: a can of the meanest energy drink on the planet, Monster Energy. It's the ideal combo of the right ingredients in the right proportion to deliver a big bad buzz that only Monster can. Monster packs a powerful punch, has a smooth, easy drinking flavor. Athletes, musicians, co-eds, road warriors, metalheads, geeks, hipsters, and bikers dig it. You will too. Monster Energy is more than just the green OG. Monster has Monster Ultra. Juice Monster, Monster Hydro, Rehab Monster, Dragon Tea, Monster Max, Muscle Monster, and many more. Buy on Amazon, buy on Walmart, or go to MonsterEnergy.com and believe me, you'll find a place. Unleash the beast, Monster Energy.
2: All right, cool. Oh, you can see it? I can see you can't see
1: okay, it. Okay, cool. I'll I can not see it, but you could hear me, right? Yep. All right, cool. So I, I invented this. This is a this is a way to quit, quit smoking right here. And I invented this uh this doohickey right here. Uh this uh is a, um, I can't even tell you it's top secret. Yeah. But what you do is you would take the cigarettes and you would place the cigarettes inside. Uh, this is a full pack, full pack of 20. And so you would put the cigarettes inside the box like this, just like this. How and, bad do
0: you want to light one up? Got I, killed, don't, I don't, I don't have yeah. insurance. So why not? Dude, I have <laughs>
1: no urge to smoke cigarettes at all. No, no urge. But all you do is you say the magic words. The magic words are, <laughs> That's the magic words, yeah. Okay. And look, when you say the magic words, that's when the cigarettes vanish.
2: What oh, the, fuck? the
1: fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they totally vanish. What? the? Yeah, wow. That was yeah. Crazy. And that is how I quit smoking cigarettes. Not
2: really. Actually, it was a, it was difficult, but uh, I did it though. All right. So that one got yeah. me good. That was that- I was on. I was on it too. I had the I had the camera eight on there. uh Oh. Yeah. I had to, I did not see anything. We'll wow. have, we'll have to we'll have to yeah. check it out, man. Yeah, I was and good. I didn't see. see it either. Holy oh, uh, fuck,
1: dope, very yeah, cool. That was yeah. a whole pack of fucking cigarettes. I yeah, mean. you know when people say that one got you know that one, I hear that all the time, and it throws me for a curveball so, sometimes. Like I'll do something I think is solid, like you know, and then I'll follow it up with another effect, and they'll be like, that one blew me away. And in the back of my mind, I'm like thinking, what, the first one was shitty or what? Like you didn't like the first one or uh, I never know because the first one was solid. Uh, and then uh, you hear someone say that one, that one got me right there. Like, yeah, I, don't, yeah, I, I never yeah, get it, man. Well, okay. yeah, so Rob, you didn't say, it, you didn't do anything wrong. It just, I I often, I, I marinate well, what people me. say. All,
2: yeah. I was going to ask I, you, like, do you ever get people that go into a show and you know, call them the douchebags, I guess, where they're like oh, I know exactly what he's going to do here, and this is how he did it. Do you you ever get people I say, look,
1: dude, there's no prizes, man. We give out a prize every other show. (laughs) This is the other show. Uh, And so, you know... There's no prizes. This is the other show. I love saying that for kids, yeah. Uh, I would start dying laughing. You know, I... uh, You know, you got to kind of be a little bit of that guy to answer that guy. You know, you got to have some experience... uh, Working with an audience or they're going to throw you a curveball because every once in a while at a public show, not like a paid party where I'm at an event, you you might have like a heckler uh, who may yeah. like come out the mouth and say something out of pocket and, um, you know you could either ignore it or you could you know have a comeback line but once you tap that aquarium man there's there's no turning back you know so
0: like when you're doing this
1: like say so you do this and, and
0: you got that heckler there and and he's up your ass how do you maintain your focus how do you handle that
1: so uh i'm going to say something that i never say in kid shows and um if i get someone who's really offensive i'll say Dude, I don't go to your job and slap the dick out of your mouth, bro.
2: <laughs>
1: and uh, that'll usually shut them up, man, because they'll be like, "Oh my god, I can't believe he said that," you know. Um, or I'll, you know, I have certain lines that
0: I say <laughs> like, to, to hit back. Yeah,
1: yeah, and that usually, like, oh my gosh, like, uh, because you know, to be in that situation, it's like a comedian. Like, you don't want to heckle the comedian, bro. You're, you get destroyed, you know. And so, the same thing with magic, I think, you know, you could either be a gentleman about it and, you know, not say anything or give a look, you know, or maybe I'll start off by saying, you know, you know, there's, you know, that's cool. There's no prizes, you know, uh, or, you know, that line I just said before, uh, or just kind of move on. But I've never been in a situation. My job is to kind of connect with people and win them over. And, um, I, I very rarely, rarely have hecklers,
0: now, when, when like say you have a big crowd, you sure. know three thousand, five thousand, however many people, right? <clears throat> um, and you mess up. Give me a story when you messed up and how you handled it, and not like early on. I mean, you know, when you became Magic Jack, and you know you're known American Express. I mean, the list goes on. It's very impressive. When was the time when you messed up and there was nothing you could do to fix the mess up? Do you just keep it moving, or,
1: or how do you handle mistakes? Like that's a good that that's a good. That's a good question. um Hold on one second. I feel like I, I had a. Uh, I feel like I had a boogie coming out of my. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, maybe it's magic. Hey, oh my <laughs> god! Oh, uh, Is no, there no, going to be a gonna, frog? Oh, I'm oh, cool with frogs. Something. I know. Like, right? uh, uh, Poisonous. Uh, um, so uh, yeah, with magic, the here's an inside inside bit with magic. So with magic, nobody knows how the trick goes. Uh that trick I just did both effects. I don't like to call it a trick because hookers and dogs do tricks. And, <laughs> <laughs> not that I know I owned a dog yes. once, though. Yeah, uh, sure you uh, know. <laughs> Yeah, we all don't know. So uh uh no, so nobody knows the the average layman doesn't you get know.
0: divorced. I didn't say it, it was you.
1: Uh yeah, I'm just kidding. My wife loves my humor. Uh, <laughs> so, sure uh <laughs> that was sarcastic. Uh, so um Nobody knows how the trick goes. Uh, So I am the director of that trick. You don't know how it goes. So if I messed up, you may not know I messed up, you know, and there's uh, outs. There's different outs that a magician would have. Like you have to be adjusted with the outs. Like if you blow it and there still might be a way to get out. Like I've seen David Blaine on TV, like blow it. And I know he blew it, but he kind of like,
0: Switch real quick yeah wiggled his and, way
1: yeah. out of it you know and was able to recover uh but sometimes you can't recover and um so uh when was the time that i blew it
0: when, uh, when there was like there was no recovering this one you had to move on quick to something good i'll there. tell you I'll, I'll be
1: honest i i uh, never mess up That's okay. i'm just kidding no uh, I,
2: yeah. <laughs> I believe
1: no i uh i'm yeah, i'm I mean, only human Super
0: Bowl, so i, I wouldn't yeah. have said uh, well, full I'll t- i'll
1: tell you what i um i had a i had a situation about a year ago where um i i did this show at a like a bar or restaurant i would do i would be there every other week and um i rolled up i i usually used to perform this event with another magician and we kind of tag team it and um you know it was kind of a hole in the wall bar we were doing magic at and it was kind of we were coming out of the pandemic and i was just happy to be back in front of live audiences and so Uh, I was at this bar and I I rolled up and that night, a magician, a well-known magician came in uh, with like six other magicians. And um, that's not cool. Like, you know, and and not just that it was um, I didn't know they were coming and they kind of bum rushed the show and uh, I, I didn't invite them or they didn't contact me. They just kind of showed up. And if I'm going to come to your show, I'll reach out first before I come, you know, magicians are the worst people to perform for because uh, the elements of surprise is not there because they usually know how the tricks go. And to fool a magician, you would do magician foolers, magician. There's like certain tricks, like, you know, or design to fool magicians right
0: Um, just like if you do corporate you're going to do something with corporate if you're going to do a magician you're going to switch up it and do magician tricks exactly yeah geared towards magicians.
1: so these guys rolled up and that night it happened to be there wasn't a lot of people at the bar and it was the majority of the audience was magicians and so they were just not being really good spectators and was kind of you know already had me on edge a little bit because i you know i you know i'm not a badass with magic i don't enter competitions i don't you know i'm not like uh you know like here i i have pretty good self-confidence but i mean i'm not a show off like that and so these guys came in and i just figured i would do my standard show and they were kind of busting my chops the whole time sitting here like this like you know not laughing at not laughing at the usual jokes sitting with their arms folded kind of like just expressionless, like totally not. Right. And um, it got to this point where I do this thing and there's going to be a lemon that comes out from underneath this cup and it's a surprise. And um, one of the magicians is a well-known magician and he's an author. He writes books he's also a well-known douchebag too. And he was kind of like, it was difficult for me and I was off. My timing was off and dude, this lemon fell out of my pocket and rolled on the freaking floor Ugh. and stopped right at his feet.
0: Right at that guy's particular feet. right? Your luck. My right. luck too. Yeah. Blame. yeah. Think what
1: happened to me? Don't worry. Like what the, you know? And I was like, Oh, well that never happens. Uh, and then I did this other trick and um, I, it, there was a magnet a secret magnet and it's fucking stuck to my belt and i didn't know and i'm holding this rope and the magnet is stuck through my (laughs) through my shirt to the belt and i just made a joke of it and they were laughing and then i just it was a bad situation and then afterwards a guy gave me a pep talk like a you know a you know like a pep talk of how to you know what to do in the future like dude i didn't mean- very cool. yeah thanks dad you know yeah. like uh no it was not very cool He was. Uh, oh i thought he was actually being cool He he's being a douche yeah oh, he was being yeah, a, was being a douche it. like saying i gotta commit to my oh, uh God. you gotta commit to your jokes you gotta you know you weren't committing and you know it, i was all over the place well that maybe night. you should be a <laughs>
0: professional magician and not show up with seven guys
1: you know um I was, it, it, this was just a year ago, man. It was like a year or two ago. I was destroyed by it, man. I was upset. I was like really upset about it. It bothered me for a week, man. Like- But it I just, bet it uh, made you stronger and better. For sure. I always, I'm a super optimist, man. And I, I find the good in any bad situation. And um, through what I've been through and in my life and all that, um, I, I find the good, in any situation and yeah i i prevailed i came back and you know i um i'll never let that happen again (laughs) holy shit it never happens and this is never it never happens it would be it would it would
0: always be at the time when you really don't want it to happen
1: you know you know looking back at it i'm glad it happened there and not a paid gig not at the super bowl not at you know my show where people are paying money or, you know, or someone who's, you know, at someone's party. So if it was going to happen anywhere, that was cool for it to happen there. So that's how I look at it there. And, um, uh, yeah, it's all good, man.
0: Now being a magician, you know, how like, uh, comedians, they'll write and write and write at night. So for the gig that you're doing Saturday, do you, is that the same format for a magician? Do you write Set up, like write out how you're going to do it, maybe draw up how you're going to do it. How do you prepare for uh, an event?
1: Good, good question. Um, so, so for years, I would do that. I would sit down the night before. Um, people don't realize this. They think maybe that you just show up and you just like, pull shit out of a box and you're doing your stick and you make it look like that, but it's, it's thought out and there's a beginning, a middle and the end, uh, you know, and that's how a good show would work. You know, you got to have an opener, you got to have a strong middle and you got to have a closer that's going to kick them in the ass that they're going to talk about it and be like, how oh, the hell did he do this? And, um, have them talking. And uh, you always want to leave them wanting more and not do too much too, um, which is really important. And so uh, I used to sit down and I would have everything out, go through it, write down a list. And until that list became obsolete and it was like, why the hell am I writing this list out? Because I write the same shit out. I'm doing the same stuff. And so my show is my show and that's what I do. I do change it up and I have... A, a vast repertoire of material because of my days in the magic shop and then owning the shop and then doing my own thing. And so I have a, a shit ton of magic that I'm locked and loaded, ready to go. Some tricks won't work with, with certain audiences. Maybe they're too far. Uh, maybe um, uh It's, there's too many people. You need something bigger. Like if I have a super large audience, I can't do a card trick. You know, I got to use jumbo cards, you know, or bigger cards or, uh, you know, there's certain things, uh, certain effects for different shows. And so, well, like
0: comedians, like even Chappelle, who'll go to a dive bar, who have material, who'll go to a dive bar, you know, maybe 30 people are there even to this day and he'll go test it. And see how the material, see what the reaction is. And if some parts are good, okay, we'll put that aside. I'm, I'm going to use this for the tour when I go on tour. And they'll build it up. Boom, they have their, their everything. They'll do their tour, you know, they'll do their Netflix, and then they're back at the table again. Do you test it like dive bars like that? Not a dive bar, but, you know, where there's not thousands of people where you'll test the material to see if it works it doesn't or if it, is it totally different in the magic world of all that uh
1: yes yes and no um i i would love to go to more dive bars and do some magic and um i i have been to kava bars bar bars uh I've actually uh, i used to work at a swingers club
0: but that was interesting we had swingers in there dude
1: i told you I've performed in Every situation imaginable, even no, jail, even more than any, even any jail. Watch. Uh, I, I I stole a cop's watch in jail, and uh, <sighs> that's another story. We got to get into that. Uh, but you stole so,
0: a cop's watch in jail?
1: Uh, a co, yeah, you yeah, correction officer. We I, we got to back up to the, the twelve years old. Back to when I was. 12. What is it with you in this? Um, 12? All right, tell me the twelve uh, years uh, old to get it out of. You. Well, no, because w- once I once I got to um, once I uh, once. I got out of trouble and so I was in some trouble for a while. And um, it's a crazy story of how I kind of opened the magic shop after I got out of trouble. And so to, so what was the last question I was on that? Your last question I'm losing focus
2: on the uh, cops, on the cops watch. Yeah. Yeah. Before
1: that I was talking about something I was, uh, Oh, preparing like uh, for, for magic, like an open mic night. And yeah, the open mic night is where you would try your your new material, like your material you're just testing out. And, um, but not like a comedian. I don't need to change my material as much as a comedian needs to change his material because they have a saying, a professional magician does the same tricks for different audiences. An amateur magician does different magic tricks for the same audience. Gotcha. Makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you're seeing the stuff like this trick right here. I could be doing it for five, ten years, and but it's new for you. And being a magician, you have to realize that it's new for everybody who sees it. So uh, I don't have to change my material as much because with comedy, you know, it has to be current. What's in the news, ripped yeah. from the headlines, True. that type of stuff. And with magic it's classic i could do the chinese linking ring trick which is a bazillion years old or i could do some new cutting edge shit you know which is cool and you know they call it classics for a reason too
0: because it's been done for a long time and you bring it back to modern times right
1: yeah i mean that trick some people would say it's a lame trick the chinese linking rings but um you know if you you see it in person, and you like you're like, what the hell? You know the old school rings that link and unlink. That's yeah. such a classic trick. Uh, um, so tell
0: me about twelve, so I can hear about the CEO that you stole his watch.
1: So yeah, so uh, back to back to the magic shop days. So I'm a little snot nosed kid, uh, getting into trouble, uh, learning magic, wanting to rap and DJ. Got arrested when I was twelve. Um, I slept over a friend's house, and we snuck out like five in the morning, I went and I started tagging and, uh, my friend came back. I didn't come back. And his mom was like, where's Jack at? You know? And, uh, I, I got arrested literally. They took me to jail. I was 12 years old. And, um, that was the first time I got arrested. And then, so I went through a stint where I kept getting arrested and I would get, I would get locked up. And little thing. Yeah, it was, it was drugs. I, so I got into, um, I started doing Coke at a real young age, started drinking, uh, started living that lifestyle and, um, uh, you know, partying, doing magic tricks. I was a DJ, my folks owned a a business and I was just running around like a nut.
0: What led Um, you into the drugs? There's always something behind
1: it. So I think, um, uh, just falling in to, with the wrong crowd, man, classic. Falling in, hanging out keep, keep with some yeah. some dirt bags, and um, you know, if you hang out with dogs, you get fleas. And uh, I yeah, started hanging out with the wrong group of kids, and um, I really thought they are my homies, my my friends, and some of them are, and I'm in contact with some of them still, but I I I was just living a, a wild life. And I, I got in trouble. I got, I, I would get arrested and then I would get out and then I would get arrested again. I would violate probation or, or something would happen. And so 16 Isn't that probation such a setup. It's, it's a, setup, a setup setup
0: to, you know, how many guys I know that just maxed out because they're like, I am not even dealing with that probation for three years because I'm going to go back. How well it's how set can, up to
1: fail, set up to fail. They used to say, uh, come to Florida on vacation. Uh, what was it saying? Come on yeah. vacation. What was it, Rob? Uh, uh
0: yeah, I, I've
1: heard leave it. Leave on probation, yeah, come yeah. back on a violation, <laughs> yeah, something yeah, like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, come to like Florida that.
0: on vacation, leave on probation, come back for a violation, yeah, yeah. yeah that's exactly right. Ding, ding. Uh, there yeah, you go. Pennsylvania is about 3,000 times worse. Uh, god where <clears> at <throat> pennsylvania oh yeah is that
1: where you're from oh yeah yeah
0: oh yeah well once they have you once for jaywalking there's they like you're just on the radar for holy whatever. shit you know it's the it's the small areas it's a small town you know i don't know it's boring i don't know there's only fentanyl people falling over left and right but i guess
1: so let's fast forward so uh i um so i my mom was sick she had cancer. That's Before why I, I, that. I rocked the uh the, the breast cancer ribbon. Hear, she yeah. passed away in ninety-nine and I just kind of I I cut loose, man. I just was like, you know, getting into trouble. And I would uh, go to jail, I would come out on um uh bail and then I would get arrested again. And I was it was all dope charges. Like I would have get caught with dope and uh it got to a point where I violated and they were like you're gonna have to do some time and i was like well shit man what the hell i can't do some time like i'm like i think i was early 20s and um so i ended up having to do nine months and uh i had to go to the stockade uh this was in brower county brower county stockade i don't even think it's there anymore and uh up until that point i did three months here two months here uh, you know, back and forth. And then finally it got violated and my lawyer couldn't do anything. So, um, so I'm prepared. I just met my wife. Uh, she was my girlfriend at the time and we didn't have any kids. And I was like, I'm going to, she's uh, from Brazil and I totally don't deserve her. She's too good for me. And I was like, I'm going to lose this girl and I can't believe it. now I'm going to go. And she visited me every Friday and she stuck it out through the whole. Yeah. Because whole she's ride. not
0: American. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. You American. think that's what it is? Yeah, I'm telling you that's why it is. <laughs> You've cracked the code.
0: Yeah. Nine um, out of 10 it's 90% chance. She's, she's stuck in, man.
1: She's stuck in. And I'm so lucky because she helped me turn my life around. And so I I get locked up. What the hell am I going to do, man? Uh, I'm going to do nine months. Magic your uh,
0: ass out of there.
1: So let me tell you, man, my bunkie, uh, I, I end up with this bunkie. His name's Dave Gerhart. Uh He's in for a he got arrested for having a false uh pilot's license and this was right around 911 and so they don't play with that and he was in jail he's waiting for fed time and he's like hey aren't you that like magic guy <laughs> And I'm like what? And I'm like what? And he's like, uh yeah, yeah. You work at Annie's, right? The magic shop, right? You sold me a Svengali deck, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, get the fuck out of here for real. And he's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave, do you, you know, you do magic, right? And so uh we clicked up. It turns out this guy used to shop at the my dad's shop, the Annie's Costumes and Magic, and um he's a business planner. And so. Uh, we kind of clicked up, and for I taught him magic, I was able to get a deck of cards there. And um, I was uh teaching him magic, and he worked with me on getting a bu- business plan together and um, to uh open the shop. And so, long story short, uh, after um, you know, and I was doing magic there, and I was uh, you know, I was doing magic to protect myself <laughs> so I wouldn't get. I wouldn't get my ass beat by people, and I was like, "Oh yeah, pick a card, yeah, yeah, yeah," you know. And I would do some smoke screen and uh, I I learned how to play chess. I got my diploma while I was there, um, because up until this point, I, I w- went to four different high schools. I kept on getting kicked out, and I just was, I I just gave up at that point. And then um, I took the opportunity to get my diploma, and um, uh, I worked out this business plan. Dave, he left, he went to go do his time and I still stayed in contact with him after that. And, um, I, uh, I got out and I was rehabilitated and I haven't been in trouble since. And ever since I got out. And so when I got out, I opened uh, wizard's apprentice, uh, the magic shop in downtown Hollywood. At this point, after my mother passed away, my dad Moved his business solely online and ran an online business and closed the brick and mortar store down. So I took some of the cases that I had, that he had, some of the magic. I had some money saved up, and then I opened the shop in downtown Hollywood. And then we were there for uh, about nine, ten years until – uh really like I'd say nine years. Uh, ten years I exaggerate. But you know, we had caught a fish this big, you know? Yeah. Uh so yeah, I would just it was Bec- a Bec- it was a good run. Bec- it was a good, good run. <laughs> Everyone used to say if you're in business for five years, man, you made it, man. And I think I took that too literal and I had like a Honda Ridgeline line on twenty twos, like I just didn't yeah. <laughs> you had a I, one on twenty two. Yeah, like a truck, like a truck with uh, some fancy rims, and uh, I was uh, thought I was like Did you have a sound system too? uh i, I did with the, with and, those, i did too when i was a teenager in the back i yep. regret it man oh i regret it? It. oh look at that that's uh that's
2: annie's costumes and magic wow look at you look at yeah. you buddy i found another one I, sorry while you guys were talking i was looking through your instagram i see this one and then Look at this hairdo.
0: Oh, look at that.
2: hair! What do you even call look bro, at that? I love that is nineties. That's that's fresh Prince, a white teenage boy. dirt bag right there. <laughs> that, I, is uh, that Carlton. That's like that's white Carlton boy, white boy, white uh, boy, fresh white Prince. Boy, fresh <laughs> Prince. Yeah. Bro, that
1: was a step with a Gumby right there. And, uh, you know, you couldn't tell me anything when I was that age. They, they were like, dude, you can't I have like a haircut that. like that. You're white. And I was like, bro, I don't believe in that. I love Look, that. I didn't even have a tape. My hair wasn't taped up in the front. Nah. We didn't ah, do that. That's so, good. pretty good. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that that was me uh, getting in. I think I had a line in my eyebrow, too. Um, so I went to a high school called Dillard high school and I was maybe one, it was a performing arts school and it was a magnet program. And I was like one of 10 white dudes there. And, (laughs) um, so I, I learned how to fight at that school and, um, all good memories, man, Uh, all good memories. So, so I got out, I got out, I had the shop and, uh, I, I, I got injured. And then I got hooked on pain pills. How did you uh, injure yourself? So um, I I fell, <laughs> I fell at a magic convention. Oh, boy. I, not good. Not yeah. a trick. <laughs> it wasn't a trick. I literally slipped on some wet something and fell and broke a piece of my bone off in my in my oh. knee. And then um, I got they gave me the pain pills. And this was right before. This was before fentanyl. This was before the burst of fentanyl this was when you could get a thousand roxycodone you know and
0: so oh you mean that was when Pfizer went around and said that oxycodone wasn't addictive no they said that hydrocodone whatever I've seen basis, the video the commercial then their patent ran out and then they came back and they said oh no, no no we have something now that will hit quicker and it's not addictive and they put the cotton in with it and then that's what turned the turned this into a disaster yeah and they told the doctors just Get a higher dose. No, it's not addictive. They went to court. Went to court. Got fined $10 billion, Made the arthritis drug. Killed another 2,000 people. Got fined $15 billion, Back out again.
1: It's you amazing I do that? that I'm we still get here. Life. It's amazing that I'm here to tell the tale because uh, screw the jail and all that stuff and be, you know, staying out of trouble. This These pills jam me up really bad. And so the whole day, huh? so I, I got on the pills. I lost the magic shop lost my house uh back my wife and i with my daughter at that time my daughter's 19 now uh and i have a son who's 13 but we were back at living at my dad's house um and uh what a wife stuck by you through that too dude she's solid man she is i love solid. her uh i don't know where it would be without her she's like Good my you, uh yeah i'm She's my everything. Uh, yeah. And I'm not just saying that because you're listening, babe. That's right. <laughs> no, nah, sure. So just no, I'm being straight it. up, man. Yeah. I, um, I chose her over everything, man. And so, so I, I was getting loaded up on pills and this was, I lost the magic shop. I, I even lost the, the drive to do magic and I quit doing magic for a short while. And guess what? The doctors cut me off. And what do you think happened?
0: You went to the street. Uh,
1: Yeah. I I couldn't get the pills. So I started doing heroin. And uh, so I was addicted to heroin. And I was, uh, I wasn't doing magic. I was doing magic, but I can't, no one's going to hire me. I couldn't get my shit together. I couldn't, you know, uh, do the stuff that I do now to book shows. And I started working for direct TV, doing face-to-face sales. (laughs) And, uh, being the top salesman using magic to, to get customers and to, uh, I would say, you know, things like, uh, I would have this wallet that burst in the flames and then the cash comes out and I say, is your, is your cable company burning a hole in your wallet? And then, uh, you know, that would stop them. And then I would convert sales. And then if I could guess your favorite channel, do we have a deal, you know? And, um, so, uh, I found myself reverting back to magic, even though I was doing face-to-face sales. And so it got to the point where I was doing heroin and I was, um, then I quit doing that and I went back to magic. How'd you get off of it? Uh, Well, that is the, that was probably like a decade long struggle of uh, using heroin, uh, sniffing it, snorting it. I really never got into shooting it, but I was like, I was smoking it, uh, I was snorting it, and then I started getting on the methadone. Then I went to the methadone clinic, and I have to go there every morning. I heard that's worse to get off of than the heroin. Dude, methadone was the hardest thing to kick ever. Like, why, in the fuck, I, why would they give that to you? I would look at my stuff, my decks of cards, my books, my all... And I'm, what would my wife do with this when I die? What is she going to do with all this stuff? Like, is she going to throw it out? Is she going to sell it? Like, I was literally on my deathbed, man. Like, I was so bad. Trying to get and, off of it, right? Trying to get off of it. What'd you do to get off And of it? I I didn't get skinny. I gained a lot of weight. I weighed 280 pounds. <sighs> I almost weighed 300 pounds. Damn. Um. If I show you my license, you'll laugh, bro. I'm like a huge, like fat boy. And so it just got, my wife was like, dude, I'm going to leave you. And that's it. I'm going to take the kids. And now by 2009, my son was born in 2009. She's like, I'm going to take the kids and I'm going to leave you. And that's it. And then I was like, well, fuck, you know? And I, I got down to two milligrams of methadone and, I for like a month I was having withdrawal problems and then so I started working out started doing push-ups couldn't do five push-ups uh then I could do 10 push-ups then 20 and 50 and then I think it's time I've started running then hitting the gym and then just really working it out like sweating it out working out and just leaving that life alone NA and AA wasn't really for me um I you know I i it's funny because I'm actually performing at the NA conference on October 28th. And, um, it's funny how it comes full circle. And now I get called and, uh, I'm in recovery and I have no urge to take medicine or take pills or do heroin. And I go to the gym regularly. I work out, um, you know, I'm not going to lie. Pot helped me get off of it too. Um, I, I'm not going to be like, Oh yeah, I don't, I, I mean, I don't drink. It's not, I mean, it's not like I'm on the wagon. I'll have a drink with you gentlemen. You know, if I have a drink, it's not like I'm like, Oh, I'm on the mainline stuff right now. I just know the end factor with that is not good. And I, it's like wife life, you know, uh, I, and I just walked away that my friend who did the ash trick on the arm, he OD'd, he died. And, uh, it, sucks that was my homie man and not just him five six other close friends dropping like flies i got out right at the time when they started spiking the fentanyl knock on wood man i got lucky i count my blessings man i i'm not a super religious guy but maybe it was my mom watching over me um I just lost my sister in 2021. Sorry to hear that. Uh, 2020. She died unexpectedly, unexpectedly from a hernia operation. Oh, what? And had an aneurysm. And, uh, oh, dude, phew. I got that info, that info, mm. right before I'm about to do a show. Oh, And that's, that's... Like, literally, I'm setting my stuff up, and your sister just passed away. And I'm like... I'm gonna take that, put that in my pocket for, for later. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna just go out and do my thing. Because you know asked what she would want you to do. I did. I thought about it. And I, I was like, oh, should I tell him? I didn't tell them till afterwards because I didn't want them to be like, oh man, his sister just died and he's doing the thing. And so I I muscled through it and I did Good it. For you. And um, dude, all that shit made me real tough, man. And tough in a not a you know, muscle way, um, but just mentally emotionally mentally, man
0: yeah what doesn't defeat you
1: for sure only makes you stronger and to come from that shitty life of losing everything and it was my fault i mean it, i could blame it on the economy oh amazon came in and magic shot <laughs> they uh they you know the uh, the internet killed me you know i could blame that but i you know it was just me you'd live in a reckless life and um I finally got the point. My wife, uh, I could have lost her. You know, my kids, they mean the world to me. And that's uh, most important, man. So that's why I wanted to go back to 12 years old. Uh, sure, because... but you said Super Bowl. And then yeah, you said stolen I a watch
0: from a CEO, so you can't oh, kill yeah. us. So I, uh, but, but while you're on that, is there a lot of drugs? Like, if you go on tour or, or you're doing a bunch of sets, is there a lot of drugs in magic?
1: So magicians are... A strange bunch, man. They're the type to go do the show and just go back to their hotel room. But I knew a lot of magicians who party, who, uh, like, I didn't realize this famous magician is, uh, you know, rolling on ecstasy on Saturday nights, you know. Um, So, yeah, magicians could be a strange bunch, definitely, especially at a magic convention. There's magic conventions. (sighs) Where magicians get together, there's a dealer room like we were talking about like yeah. the baseball card like they would sell they sell magic tricks books you know, and the newest latest, and greatest tricks and stuff, and then they have lectures and shows and workshops and uh yeah, that's where I fell and i i I hurt my knee at that. <laughs> I that's felt the wrong oh it's so embarrassing man i uh oh yeah there's uh my wife Priscilla uh this is an old picture yeah uh because my son he's like almost my height now he grew up so much from there uh but yeah that's uh that's my wife priscilla my son xavier and my daughter dynasty very 11. cool
0: congratulations man thank you great man. family oh
1: they, my god
0: loyalty you want to talk about loyalty what we're missing a lot of loyalty they're for sure loyal dude she'll you. let me i'm scared of her man she'll let no, me man, have man. it <laughs> uh, i think deep down every man is scared of every woman you <laughs> you never know
1: you never, you never know, know. You, you never, never know. know. Especially I saw that billboard in the back there. You <laughs> never know. <laughs> yeah, you never know. <laughs> you never fucking Holy know. Holy shit. Yeah, uh, man. All right. So what did you do to the cop or the um son? so I uh I used to do the I used to do the famous watch steal. and um so I uh I was able to get a good deck of cards through the commissary. So you were not through commissary, really, it was my wife who brought a bicycle deck because you know, you want to use a good quality deck of cards when you do magic, and you Not don't want to use store some, ones like commissary. some Mavericks. They call them Mavericks. <laughs> yeah, mavericks. You know, yeah. Some paper cards. No, you want you know something with a lenoid finish on it. You know, yeah. uh, like a a bicycle deck of cards. But um, so I was able to get a good deck of cards. She was able to talk the deputy into giving me the deck of cards, and so I um would do some card magic. But I uh, I did I would. It was with your type of watch, it's a little difficult uh, because of the clasp or mine. uh, But leather bands were really easy for me to take off. And so, i was able to do this trick and then i put his watch on with while he's shuffling the cards i put his watch on while i'm not looking i put it on while he's not looking i put it on and then i have him hold his hand up to my hand he doesn't even realize i have his watch on and um you know uh, he's sending me the the vibrations about the card and then i give him the card and uh, and then I said something about how time flies and how, you know, you've heard of that time flies yeah. and then look, watch time has flew up from your wrist to my, and he lost this that year. That was a good line. Yeah, yeah. He freaked out. <laughs> he freaked out. And, um, so it's funny, I, I don't do the watch steal anymore. So I used to work at a fancy restaurant with a buddy of mine. We did magic, uh, there and he would do the watch steal on watches like yours and, uh, you know more expensive watches. So he did, he, he stole the Rolex and, uh, he does this thing where he puts it in a box and says, Oh, I have a gift for you, a parting gift. And you know, you give it to them, they open it, they're freaking watch That's and they awesome. lose their shit. And so I think like three months later, the guy came back and his Rolex stopped working. Uh, and he blamed it on my buddy and my buddy got hemmed up with this Rolex thing. And, uh, after watching that and seeing that, uh, I am I'm, I'm going to pass on doing that at, at jobs, you know? And, uh, another thing is, is there's tricks with r- rings where you borrow a lady's ring and, uh, it disappears and ends up somewhere. And I've heard stories about magicians doing that and a rock popping off. Uh, mm-hmm. cause some of them, you put it on like this, this thing called a reel and it would, you know, pulls it. And if it snaps and hits a rock could pop off and, I just, your luck, it will be a uh, S one yeah. diamond. You know, I know what I mean? It'll I'm be just worth gonna, more than I your house. I don't even know what car, that is. I don't even know what that is. I'm gonna stick. Yeah. I'm gonna stick to card tricks, coin tricks, and other uh, yeah. tricks. I'll never not... get
0: the S one thing. I, yeah. I look at an S one. What is look, an S one diamond? It, it's the clarity. Yeah. There, there's no like yellow. There's no. It's just like, okay. Spur, it's the like cut of the diamond. Well, the cut doesn't matter. It's just that when you look at the, the diamond, there, yeah, there's no pieces. You know, when when you look at a diamond, like the regular diamond, you go and you drop maybe ten grand on, twenty grand on. The diamond is the diamond, but a lot of it is pieces of diamond put together. And oh, they fused, together. <clears throat> yeah, fused together. You can't okay. tell. So, like an S one and an S two, they're like the killer expensive ones. That's a real full diamond, and the clarity, like under a scope that nobody can see, unless you walk around with a microscope the difference if you take one that's 10 grand and you take one that's 300 grand other than the size you know you just look at the clarity because that's what it's s1 whatever you and i can't tell you literally need unless you get a real
1: shit you need them. one of those little monocle yeah. goggle <laughs> things. yeah
0: so unless all your yeah. friends walk around with the the two by two binoculars nobody's gonna know if it's an s1 or if it's a z1 and know? what does it matter
1: i mean it matters i guess if you resell it or for value or for an investment, I guess.
0: Well, I guess if you have, you know, like a hundred million and you go buy your wife a ten thousand
1: dollar watch, I know. would love to do that. Um, so book me at magicjackmetswell.com. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mommy needs a new diamond.
0: Well, uh, at least, at least you'd never have to worry about being Jeff Bezos. Uh,
1: you, uh see, you
0: see how that worked just real quick off topic. Yeah, so, you- so you know, I, he had to give her a gazillion billions, so now. She goes in dates like, did you see this, Rob? She goes in dates like this twenty six year old guy.
2: Oh, she's not with him anymore, is it?
0: No. it? lasted two months. Yeah. Now, how many times? How can you be around when you're when you have fifty grand in your bank account? She's got three hundred billion. You know how long can you go and make sure that that plate's put back where it's supposed to be? Yes, hold the door and not. How long can you go for?
1: You're Talking about the boyfriend, the new boyfriend, yeah. She dated
0: uh, some young dude, and two months it was done because he can't put on the act that long. Wow, she's got 35
2: 400. I don't know, I could do longer than two months.
1: I'm telling you, I'm going on wear it too much, dude. Though. I will hold your door, I will tie your shoes, I will do whatever you need me to do. How did this guy not last? I mean, what was the problem he even, here? He
0: didn't even wait till she bought him a Lamborghini. She yeah. dipped out,
1: he dipped out, or she, um fired him <laughs> i'm not sure yeah, oh, yeah.
0: either way they they broke up and we were making this joke like at least wait and get because you know she does a lot of good things that she'll donate she to does. a lot of uh you know getting people out of jail and i stuff
1: think they like both that. do right no she does oh she does he's just standing there
0: oh you <laughs> <He laughs> don't have any money he's going to space <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i mean it's like come on buy the guy a Lamborghini or something 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 he's still in that Toyota.
2: i'm sure he got some nice stuff
0: yeah, you got to live in. It. I'll
1: take a Bentley <laughs> SUV or you know, one of those truck deals, one of them, right? Yeah, why not? Yeah, Lamborghini. I, I don't want to lay down and drive, you know, like I might like a Lamborghini. So, the that's a single guy type that's thing, that's a single
0: guy type of thing for sure. Getting a lot of trouble if not.
1: Oh, yeah, especially like a green one or something that <laughs> sticks out, yeah.
0: And you'll probably end up backing, you know, just because I have one, <laughs> yeah. the
1: Lambo. So, when you do a, a uh, the
0: difference between a stage show and an in person show or whatever is like me and you
1: like this. This is like close up, magic. close up, yeah. and
0: then a stage is on well, the stage. Well, there's
1: a step before that. So there's the, um, uh, there's close up magic right under your nose, like in the palm of your hands, and then there's like, They used to call it parlor, like parlor or like platform magic where you're not so far away, like on a stage um, where, you know, I may have like 50, 60 to 100 people. You know, that's kind of like parlor platform stage magic would be like, you know, you have a few hundred people in the audience. Like for my type of show, for the magic that I do, like you got to stay in your lane, like 500 over 500 people. You start you you know. It, it, I don't do big box illusions like you know box pushers and where you know you'd have a girl get in the box. It turns into a tiger. Those are illusions and that's like an illusion show. And there's guys that have like an 18 wheeler full with illusions. They just travel the state and I mean the states and uh, do shows. They book out theaters and that's their hustle. Um, they don't do private parties like I do. They go that route, and usually, you got to have a lot of money to play that game. Well, because
0: yeah, if you're going to truck around a max truck full of uh, illusion illusions. stuff,
1: the average illusion to get a dope illusion uh, is maybe even a small one, five six grand. Uh, you know, if you got uh, some money to play with and you want to drop twelve grand on a on a on an illusion, you know, you got to have four or five of them. You know, to have an illusion show. Like a Las Vegas, like even there's guys in Las Vegas that are doing rope tricks and stuff like me, like and hilarious. There's a guy named Matt King doesn't do any illusions, uh, but is so funny and works out of a bag. And that's my type of. That's my bag. Yeah, that's your bag, and you stay in your lane, right? Yeah, yeah. I never really got into the illusions. That wasn't my thing, you know, with long, flowing hair, pushing the box, you know, doing the blue steel look, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, turning the box around with the girl coming out. Uh, I did have an illusion once. What was it? Uh, It was an illusion that my daughter would get in uh, when she was, like— Six seven eight nine. Uh, and uh, it was a, a there may be a video on my Instagram way back, and uh, it's an illusion. Uh, it was custom made. Uh, I actually befriended this guy named ran woodbury who lives here in in florida and he's the illusion the illusion builder to the star magicians like he creates them. he's an author he makes the bases and the illusions and he's got a machine shop and he was on cruise ships for years like 20 years doing his thing and uh, he's uh, kind of retired from that cruise ship life and he built me an illusion with scraps in his uh in his workshop. And it was dope. It was like this illusion that you would, uh, you could spin it around 360. It had these two walls sort of, and then I had a curtain. You would pull it up, pull it down. And then my daughter was there in a super girl outfit like this. And, uh, she stole the show.
0: Very cool. Yeah. Give me one tip that you use to network, to get where you were like, so If somebody's a magician or maybe even any job, what's a, what's something that you did network wise that really you noticed paid off?
1: Um, uh, being ready and on at the drop of a dime and really just being vocal. Uh, you know, if I say, uh, Hey, what's up, Tommy? Hey, how how are you? What do you do? I'm a magician. Uh, what's the next thing you're going to say? Show me a trick, okay? And if I say, "Oh well, oh, what?" Uh, uh, I'm not, I'm not really ready now, and uh, that automatically, You're done for. Yeah, 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 I'm done yeah. for. Tommy is going to be like, "Dude, this guy, he's I never not thought a magician. about it like that."
0: Yeah, if you so, go up to somebody,
1: yeah, and you show him a trick, you got him. You, yeah, and you just make a connection, and that's what magic is about—is making. For me, it's making a connection with people, creating an experience that they're going to remember. So I do this effect in my show where. I borrow a, uh, a hundred from an audience member and uh, uh, oops, it accidentally burns into flames. And uh, before it does, they sign their name on it. A few people write on the bill, like literally they write on the bill and then it disappears. Um, and then at the end, it is in a Kiwi that we cut open. And the, the, the Kiwi has been in an audience member's possession the entire time. They've been holding it since we exchanged the money and the kiwi at the same time. And then I cut the uh, I, I cut the, the kiwi open. The money sticking up. They grab it out with some tweezers or their fingers, and uh, they open it up. It's the bill. And that I used to close my show with that for a long time. I still do it in my show because if I don't, people see they say, oh, "Well, you didn't do the kiwi trick." So it's kind of like my thing. I
0: was going to say like this is more comedian talk, I guess, but like that's the punchline. Right, yeah, the I, money's in the bill. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh and it's funny cuz in my show it's like one of the first things I do the money disappears and then uh say you give me a 100 uh then I I mention it as a 50 then I call it back as a 20 mm-hmm. and They're then probably like, oh by God, the time it's, the like $1 $1 $1. it's like a dollar bill it's like a dollar bill you know and I, it's uh I keep miscalling it. But uh I've had people see me like a year later and they have that bill in their wallet. And it's got their name on it and they carry it around and they're like, this is the magic bill. And I've seen someone frame it before. And when I come back, they book me again because I, I do a lot of rehires. Like I get booked for your party and then you bring me back on your anniversary or something. And that's, that, um, that's a good thing. I pride myself on that because yeah. that really lets me know that I, I, did, a a, job. I did a good job. Yeah. yeah. And so pull up his uh, Google search. You should see this shit.
0: You got Yelp and everything too. Yelp I got a large tough.
1: family uh, that are all yeah. family members.
0: Yelp, I stay away from. I hate but Yelp too. But I, I, when I, I just it. saw that it looked good, I was like, "Wow!" Because Yelp, it, to me, I Yelp is. Uh, manipulated
1: in my opinion but you know what's funny is uh they will manipulate your reviews if you do deals with them if you buy them yeah and uh i don't like that and then they're like well if you don't do business with us we're gonna advertise five other magicians on your page right and bury you yeah yeah which Dude, uh, it's true. so old school Yelp. Yeah. You know, it's funny because just the other day, I because I always ask people when they call, uh, "Hey, did you see me before, or you know, was I recommended? Did you just find me? Did you pull me out of a hat?" And that usually gets a laugh, and they say, "No, I found you on Yelp," and I heard that just the other day, which I hate Yelp, and it stuck out to me.
0: If you scroll down a little bit. It stuck out to me because I hate Yelp and I know how manipulative uh, they are. It's somewhere, but it's there right there. Yelp, 16 reviews, five stars. That's a ton for Yelp. If you're not paying them, if you're not working with them, dealing with them.
1: And if you, um, you don't have to go to the page, but if you go to the page, um, you'll see there's like 30 reviews that are not recommended, you know, because you're not paying them. So I want to put a, a caveat on, I did get a bad review on Yelp. One bad review. I, I had an emergency. Last minute, I missed a show. I gave the guy his deposit back. I apologized profusely, offered to work for free. And um, he still, he gave me a Just bad. That one. That's yeah. that one, yeah. But you know what? I'll tell you what. I booked a show based on my review. I mean, my reply to that guy because they said it was such a heartfelt reply and that, um, they had mentioned it and I booked a show from it, but right now it was so long ago. It was years ago. That sucker's buried. And, but I, I did did try to get it removed and they, you know, Yelp was like, well, if you, uh, yeah, if you play ball with us, we'll remove it for you. And that's so shady, man. I just left it. You know what? We have to accept our flaws, man, dude. I, 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 I'm really sorry I missed that show, but it wasn't like it was Johnny's you got birthday party. Google
0: reviews—that's super impressive. I do once again, the, congratulations, and, uh, thank you, and review. all five stars too.
1: All five stars, and I will tell you, I wish everyone left a review. Um, I do about three over 300 shows a year that's tough and if everyone left a review i'd probably have a lot more but you know i reach out like i have something that i give them at the at the gig and it's um like a thank you and um i usually give them a magic wand like i gave you and it's this thing thank you again oh no doubt no doubt man it's the least i could do man this is amazing this thank you for inviting me here of course uh this is awesome uh and So I, I give them this thing and it literally shows you how to go on Google and it has a scanner, like my QR code right there. And, um, I, I try to drive them that way. And then if they don't leave a review, I'll send a, I send a thank you note to every client after the show with, with some review links. But I ask three times and that's it. And And then after
0: that enough I,
1: right? yeah yeah i mean you don't want to be you don't want to be over, be over but also people man. forget though and so i send a friendly reminder but i only do it three times if they don't leave a review it's all good man um but still the, i've gotten people book rebook me even though they didn't leave a review um you know so that's good i think people um, just i
2: think people just hate to write stuff i know it sounds weird it's like laziness yeah I if think you I've just had read, hit like, five if you just yeah. had five stars I think yeah. everybody would do it. But then you have to be like, oh, what am I going to write? Well, he was great. But I don't feel like writing it. Like, that's what I think people go yeah. in their head. You're, you're right.
1: Because now that you're saying that, uh, somebody asked me to do a review. And I sat there and looked at the screen for 10 minutes. Typed yeah. some stuff, deleted it. Typed some stuff, deleted it's a pain. it. It's kind. Of, and, like, you hate um, to
0: say it, but it is, <sighs> it's kind of a pain in the ass.
1: And I was in that situation where mm-hmm. I was like, I already told the guy I would leave a review. So, and then I, I you know i thought i thought of something that was meaningful and i wrote it then you know but i didn't at the time i couldn't think of anything but then i thought of something like, think about it. So I think, maybe
2: i think like anything like i get like if it's just like hit five stars boom easy do done like one. those part, are good i got
1: a few of those yeah. where just the five the rating yeah. the yeah. rating and uh i'm you know because i get that notification i'm like and it's funny because at the house i make a big announcement of it and i gather all the family members up and they're like oh you got a five-star review again uh, they mean a lot to me yeah. they really you know because and they help
0: you what
1: job do you work at where somebody applause or applauds for you or says, Hey, Tommy, you're doing a great job. And, you know, th- those reviews are really encouraging for me and inspiring. And also, it also reminds me of where I came from that shit douchebag, uh, life that I was living before, you know, and, uh, it kind of is just another reiteration that I'm doing the right thing and that, you know, you're
0: on the right track.
1: It's yeah. yeah, the other day I was like, Well, what am I gonna do when I grow up? And I'm 45 now, I guess I'm <laughs> doing it, and this is it. Yeah. And um, here we are. <laughs> like, oh, I let's,
0: guess. Put, let's go to uh, the YouTube play this one, Rob.
1: It may be a little loud. Okay, please welcome Thank the you. magic and comedy of Magic Jack <laughs> <laughs> I need to see what you did there. What'd you do with the card? Ah, uh, that trick is a. Um, a folded up card that uh, someone signed and it was hanging in a paper clip. And then uh, it's there in full view at all times. And we do some crazy shit with the card and then it ends up their signed card is folded up in the paper clip. Um, Very cool. Pretty cool. So yeah, if anyone is listening, I need a new, I need a new demo video. Um, They're so hard to come by and it's, if I could Sorry, actually, it was five cards to go in the box, six cards to go in the box, seven cards, eight cards, nine cards to go in the box. Thank you so much. I stabbed my fingers, cast it a shadow. I said, The magic words, this is a fantastic audience. And just like that, that's when I had one, I had two, I had three, four, five cards in the
2: audience. Saying, oh, hey,
0: hey. Go, <laughs> go to the next one, Rob. Hey, I like the, rap voice. the next tab. Yep. Yep. All, yeah.
2: Maybe
0: sure you a little a And am was sure a, a here, you know, maybe fast forward a little bit till he way, gets way, gone. Right? I mean what
1: you think we going on here? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I had I'm so sorry. Alright, so yeah, he's a really, really small room. also a really, really
2: long okay? Uh, What's right? Right?
1: So it's the small and the long rope. The small rope's in my left hand. The long rope's in the right hand. It's going to get really cool. I've seen this before. <laughs> you think so? i just kidding. All right, I'm going to bring it up here. All right, this shot will not cut away. All right, small rope, long rope. All I have to do is bring the end of the long rope up to the small rope. I bring the other end of the long rope up to the small rope, and when I pull it like that,
2: that they're at the same love that.
1: That's cool. Yeah, it's a six-minute trick. It's my rope trick. I love it. Uh, it's actually a magician fooler. Um, it's pretty cool. But you see, we're watching it now, and it's—you hear the audience clapping. It looks like I'm doing some cool shit, but there's nothing like seeing it in person. Like yeah. actually being a part of it. And, um, that's why when I watch myself on video and also another thing with magic, uh, if you're, you see, you don't want to do the whole trick usually, you know, you don't want to, you know, you don't want to, you want to leave people like guessing. Yeah, because that's what you pay for. And that's what you see in person is you see the whole trick. So on these videos, you want to get the audience, you know, blown away, them clapping and you see the interaction and that's really What's I think most important in those videos, not the magic itself. I mean, of course, it's got to be good stuff, you know, good magic, but that's what people pay for. And so with magic nowadays, there's so many magicians online. It's exploded. It's uh, magic is more popular than ever. Believe it or not, there's more books. I've heard this. There's more books written on magic than any other subject. And I've heard there's so many magic books. Do
0: you think that came about during COVID where it blew up like that? No, because I've heard that even <laughs> oh, back that in the day,
1: years. like uh, there's wow. so, you know, with magic, anybody could learn a trick. And tomorrow you print a business card up. You're a magician, you know, all of a sudden you're a magician, you know, anybody could learn a trick, but it's uh, it takes a special individual to be able to entertain and uh, to make it amazing. Um, so that's why some people create magic and they are thinkers and they uh, really, they are creators. And, but when you watch them perform, you're like, Oh my God, this is so boring, man. This is like watching a doorknob turn. watching uh, pain or something, Yeah, for, for sure. But you know, you want to watch someone who's got high energy, uh, you know, not too much, but also entertaining and fun. Um, so, um, I totally lost my train. That's power. okay. The last yeah. two questions. I have a short-term memory. Nah, it was I... the '80s and the '90s. Yeah, I'm so got... sorry. <laughs> Holy cow! Well, last two, uh, two,
0: last two questions, and if you want to do another trick, you can. So okay. Back, then when you come I, back, I we may have need to more do more a little pee pee
1: but... real quick. Yeah. Uh, is that okay? Yeah. Go ahead. Is that is that oh, well? No. Let's do the questions.
0: Uh, my question was just, what do you, where do you see yourself two years from now? You know, you, you've gotten this far. What, what's your two-year goal, one-year goal, or do you just go day by day? That's like, a- how does your mind work? And then the follow-up to that, is any magic actually – I don't I don't want to be a dick, but is any magic actually real? Okay. Or is it just a trick – you're tricking the person? It's magic because you're tricking the person, but is any real? And can anybody do it, or do you have to have a brain kind of like you were talking about earlier? You were – like, just like me in high school – Terrible. But if it comes to coding, I can code.
1: Oh, wow. Like zeros and ones? Or are you talking I'm about talking um coding. what's the one that my son was doing? I'm talking um,
0: JavaScript, Linux, okay. like heavy coding, like behind your website. Not like Scratch. Of, no, no. no. Like, a, lot <laughs> of, a lot of lines and letters uh. and numbers. But yet, you know, if your name wasn't Magic Jack and it was like,
1: uh I mess up everybody. 101001. Zero zero zero
0: yeah. Like I can't say names right. Yeah. But I can code for eight hours straight. So, Does somebody need to have that mind, like that brain that understands magic that way? Or can anybody learn?
1: Okay. What was your first question? What do you want to... What's your... In two years. years. So when I was younger, I wanted to be a famous magician. I wanted to be um, that guy. I wanted to not only be a famous magician, but I wanted to be um, someone who created magic for magicians and maybe lectured, performed and taught magicians. And then uh, I realized that that doesn't pay as well as if I was just performing. And not to mention, it's not very rewarding performing for magicians because, like I said before, magicians, they you know don't know how to act. They don't laugh at the normal Jokes and the misdirection factor is not there with magicians because, um, they're looking for it, you know, they are looking for what they know. And, um, so then I was like, you know, what do I want to do when I grow up? I guess I'm doing it. No, so from, that's from this yeah. point, from
0: this point so, on, where do you want to be? Like today is today,
1: so what do you wanted, want? Where do you want to be in two years? So, where I want to be in two years, that's it. Where do you want to be in two years? I want to be traveling more
0: like out of the um, country different countries mm, or you want to stay with i guess the state?
1: yeah staying within the state i just got my passport renewed so i'm ready to rock and um, <laughs> i can pass a background check now go uh, after that certain <laughs> time now um and vote and everything wow uh holy cow so um so yeah it's a deep question where do i want to be in two years so i i I am so happy with where I'm at now, with where I came from, with the struggle and trying to figure it out. Like I'm making a living. Like I'm not like super rich, but I'm making a living. I'm able to save some money. I'm able to take care of my kids. Uh, You know, things are coasting, man, and it's good. And uh, I, I don't want it to ever stop. You know, and but I would like to say, yeah, but I would want to, I would want to, be working more corporate um you know corporate is pays a lot more than a bar bat mitzvah and a some more corporate party. and more travel right and i think so and right. um i would love to appear at the magic castle it's been a dream of mine to perform at the there. magic castle um i i've just never submitted a video and uh the thing is you have to submit a 20 minute video uncut and a, a beginning, a middle, and end. So it can't be 20 minutes of your show. It has to be 20 minutes. And uh, my show- If you got shows, to the Super
0: Bowl, you'll make it.
1: Yeah, for sure. But you know what? It's not even a high-paying thing. It's just a status thing. And, you know, sometimes I, I want that respect from my peers, and I want to perform in front of them, but then I'm, like, scared- Cause it could be brutal and performing in front of other magicians. but It's great. If you can, you can put that in the portfolio. Yeah. You know I mean? That's like a feather in your cap, you yeah. know, like, yeah, perform that at the castle, uh, super bowl, you know? Uh, so I would love to travel a little bit more. And uh, I mean, it's not
0: like you don't have enough. You have you know, American express, you have, you know, Lionsgate. I mean, he's, you got heavy hitters. Uh, yeah. So now can anybody do magic? Can anybody do, or do you have to have the brain? Anybody it? can learn a trick,
1: really? uh, but it, you, it takes a, Certain individual to be able to um, entertain with that effect, and so you learn the trick. You're ready to go. You've practiced. You've done all the work, and then you get in front of a couple people, and you're like, "Fuck! What am I supposed to say?" And then, yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. And then you, what, what do they call that? You freeze up, right? Yeah, like, and yeah. then you totally blow that trick. And then what happens? You, you want to give up? Yeah, you're like, "Ah, uh, oh, oh, this is ain't, a- this ain't for me," uh, you know, yeah. and. There to become a magician, you, there, you have to go out there and put yourself out there, and you 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 may bomb, you may bomb, you may blow it, and uh, but you can't give up, and you have to persevere, and you have to fight through it. I've gone out there before and uh, totally stunk out the house, and was like. Well, shit, that didn't go well, you know, or the time I dropped that lemon in front of that magician, just only about a year ago or so. Um, you got to muscle through that shit, man, and persevere.
0: So it's almost, so basically anybody can do it, but you have to love it. And if you love it, then the bad times you'll fight through them because you love it. Right? And I have
1: a passion after passion, all these years. I still it. have a passion for it. Awesome. I don't know. And um,
2: Wait, what's, what's up, Ron? I, uh, I used to do magic as a kid. Oh, shit. So. <laughs> I remember a trick. So, you still have that twenty dollar bill? Uh, yeah. Can I show you the trick? Yeah, yeah. Oh, a twenty? Yeah, yeah, I, 20? yeah, yeah. I'll show you the trick quick. I have a twenty. It's been a Rob, while. You know some tricks, man. It's been a while. It's been a while. We going to make the eagle But I'm gonna, but I'm gonna show them the magic trick that I. Uh, I think I got one, dude. That I learned. Oh, I got a twenty. Pick All a right. twenty. Any twenty. All right. So hand hand the twenty over. I'll show you guys this really quick. I think I have a feeling. I'll show you this really quick here. All right, so here comes the 20, right? Put on my camera. You can see, all right, so everybody at home can see the $20 bill here, <laughs> right? We can see it. All right, you guys can see it? I see it. Right, you see it right there? Okay, now watch very closely, okay? There's a $20 bill. I'm gonna make it disappear, okay? Okay. Holy shit! <laughs> just like that, it's gone. How about that? Can you teach cool. me that I can't bring it Can... back either. I cannot bring it back.
1: <laughs> Holy crap! Hey, you don't happen that to have it. a um, twenty
2: on you? <laughs> oh wait, hold on. Ready? Uh, there it is. It's look back, at look Alley, You at, look at, just like that. Holy I had shit. to throw a little humor in there. That was hey. Do fun. you happen to have I a have quarter not. on you?
1: I don't. No. No
2: you got a quarter, bro? I do not have a quarter. I can
1: look while you take. You want to go take a leak and I'll look? Yeah, I'll take a leak. And okay. uh, I uh, I got a cool quarter trick. Um, that was just bit. I'm so weird. unprepared. I brought all my other props, just not a freaking quarter. And go to um, uh, three, Rob. Yeah, I'm what? What's
0: it? Y-V. Yeah, I'm one wide. All right. And Madge Jack has so kindly given me this right here. I'm very thankful, man. That's awesome. No doubt. Thank you, man. It's
1: the, uh, the official magic jack in the box magic set that's right uh 50 uh of my favorite beginning tricks um that's right this one right here this uh this is the ball vase awesome beginning trick even this one cut and restored rope really cool it's great for a beginner these really i mean i i wouldn't recommend it for an adult but um when i do birthday parties um if the the child is like six, seven, eight, nine, 10, even 11, 12, this would be appropriate. And it uh, has 50 different tricks inside, has a book with stuff you could do with everyday objects. And I'm in the process of trying to find the time to shoot a video of me performing all the tricks and then teaching them step-by-step step so you don't have to read the instructions. And, and can so, we get that on the website? Um, yeah, this is on my website. Beautiful. Um, and then, yeah, usually I include it in with a package. Um, when you when you book me, you could get the magic set and the magic wand. Very cool. That's right, yes. Very cool. Bang And
0: we'll have the uh, website in the description along with everything else.
1: That's right. <clears throat>
0: magic Jack is going to go to the restroom and do one final trick. I'm going to make something disappear. You're going to make something disappear. Yeah. <laughs> I'll All righty. We'll be right. right back. Awesome. This episode is sponsored by Aurora. Do you know what the fastest growing crime in America is? For years, this crime rate has been surging and affecting millions of Americans. I'm talking about identity theft, and there's a new victim every 14 seconds. Yet despite this, those who have had their identity stolen are often shocked when it happens. That's why I'm excited to partner with Aurora, who is sponsoring this video. Aurora is identity theft protection, fraud monitoring, a VPN, password management, and antivirus software all into one easy-to-use app. Their VPN allows you to stay anonymous online by keeping your browsing history and personal information safe and encrypted. Protect you and your family from America's fastest-growing crime. Try Aurora for free for two weeks and see if you or anyone in your family's personal information has been compromised. Start your free trial today. Go to Aurora.com slash MSCS. The link is in the description below. All right, we're back from the bathroom break. And Magic is going to do, we're just going to call it Magic. Being that he's been at the Super Bowl, he's going to do one last trick to end on. And he will be back for more. So tell everybody what you're going to do and knock it out of the park.
1: That's right, man. First, all right, first, before I do this, I just want to thank both of you. Thank you, gentlemen. This was amazing. You guys rolled out the red carpet, made me feel like the best magician in the world, uh superstar. So thank awesome. you very much. Yeah, this awesome. was, uh, yeah. I've never done anything like this before. Thank you. It was, fun. It was uh, very fun. And, and Super Bowl. Awesome. Yeah, and yeah. See, I, I'm, You know, the Super Bowl was amazing, but I, uh, yeah, you guys, you made me feel like a superstar, so thank you very much. That's Uh, all
0: we could ask for, you know what I mean? Very cool.
1: All right, so here, we're going to, I'm going to show you, uh, we're going to do a card trick, all right? Actually, um, uh, I don't want to call it a trick, you know, Uh, but yeah, we're going to do an effect. (laughs) We're going to do an effect, all right? (laughs) Uh, So I I don't want you to think because I'm a magician, I don't want you to think these are trick cards, okay? Uh, So what I'll do is I'll show you all the cards, all right? Fair enough.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Can you see that? Yep. Yep. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. Yep. We begin, dude. You look super skeptical. I'm uh, just all right. I'll show you the faces. All right. I'll show. You. Look, all the faces are different. All right. They are. Yeah. Even jokers. All the faces are different. Just like people. All the backs are the same. I wrote that myself. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I, I didn't write that. Uh, so all right. So here's what I want you to do. Copyright We're going to do two cards. We're going to do two two selections. All right. So here, do me a favor when I. When I do this, uh, just say stop. When I do that, stop right there. Yep. All right, cool. Take a look at that card. All right, don't let me see it. All right. And Rob, I want you to take a card too. All right. Okay. Here, take one for Rob. Take yeah, one they for they Rob go. too. All right. Don't let me see it. All right. God. Remember it. Don't forget it. All right. Here, I'm actually. I'm gonna turn around. Let me
2: give these a, a couple say, of cuts can real quick. me, show who. It is. Yeah. Uh, here, I will, I won't look,
1: but show show him the card.
2: Put it up to your camera, Tommy. Oh, hold on. We got it. Okay. Right there. We're good. Good. Yep. Got it. All right.
1: Cool. Awesome. All right. Here's what I want you to do. And you know what? I'm going to move this. Is that all right? Yep. I'm going to move this and uh, hopefully you can see the cards. Do me a favor. See it. Uh, Put your card back wherever you want. Here. Let me help you out. I'm just kidding. You don't have to put it there. You know? Okay. Yeah. I was, I was a joke. All right. Well, Uh, I'll put it there. Are you sure you want it there? Positive? Positive. Do you want to change your mind? No. Happy with the mine you have? Happy with mine. You I'm look happy. very happy. All right. And here, put the other card anywhere. I don't want to see where it goes. Okay. All right. Okay. Cool. So it's lost in the center? Yep. All right. Cool. All right. Uh, we're actually going to do a, a coin trick, not a card trick. <laughs> I'm, ju- I'm just going to slide them off the table, all right? And I'm going to use my uh, my little jeweler's pad here. I sell costume jewelry on it after my show. <laughs> Okay. Uh, i'm just kidding all right so here let me give it a let me give it a good shuffle all right so let's give it a good shuffle all right and uh this is how they do it in the casino right all right watch all i have to do is this is cast a shadow do you know what happens when i do that
2: Some voodoo shit i gonna put
1: the, <laughs> put the card up front <laughs> that would be dope actually nothing happens when you do that yeah. uh, it's just for looks oh. uh but look here watch i'll show you look when i when i press the button right there check it out one card comes to the top one card the joker the joker
0: what about the joker
1: that that's the joker
0: that is the joker yeah
1: okay but i i could tell by your reaction that wasn't your card no i never said it was your card
0: Never no, said it was mine. No, no, yeah,
1: jokers are wild though. Technically, in the world of cards, they could be any card. Yeah,
0: jokers are wild. Uh,
1: yeah. Okay, so here I want to do this slow because I don't. I don't want you to accuse me of doing anything uh, fast or fast I'm movements. Is that... that so? All right. So I'm going to bring the cards. Can you see the cards if I bring them back like this? I can see them on the on the table. All right. Yeah. So here, look. Here, look. Uh, this is what we're going to do. All right. Here, let me uh, put this right here so it's not so confusing. Jokers are wild. They could be any card. I'm going to hold this up. Oh, we're right here. Look, we're right here. All right, here. I'm going to just tear it. Have you heard of the ancient art of origami paper folding? Mm-hmm. Check this out. How does this look so far?
2: I'm tearing right down the middle. Does it look like anything? Mm-hmm.
1: I'm thinking you picked a cherry colored card. Yeah? Maybe, maybe not. Black cherries? Nope. Hmm. You picked a black card.
0: Maybe, that's
2: maybe
1: it. not. What was the name of your card? I can't tell you. It hit
0: me. Tell him. The name of the card. Tell it him what card you to pick. No, yeah, he, it's okay. he wants it all. That's fine. Oh, uh, uh, what did I pick? Uh, four hearts. Four of hearts?
1: Yeah. Was it the four hearts or four clubs?
2: It was a four and a six. I'm four sure. and a six. It's imperative you
1: remember the card.
2: What was your card, Rob? Was it the six of hearts and the four of clubs, I believe.
1: Six of hearts? Mm-hmm. Four of clubs. <laughs> six, six of hearts show. and the four of clubs. Look at that. Matches perfectly.
2: Six of hearts and four of clubs. That's what it was yeah that's, that's what it, what it was. was wow and you ripped it down the middle and you have yeah with
1: jokers back. were wild yeah you can check that out that 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 is that's the card right there i'll tell you what you pre- right. you
0: presented that good
1: because huh? because it, good. You, you made it seem like you messed up and you
0: were like trying to fix well, it well when that you wanted good. tommy to remember the card i did but I'm Tommy, like, oh, you gotta remember, you the, gotta card. remember <laughs> the card god <laughs> like, oh, because i was so stuck on the joker because yeah. i thought he messed up well you you went out with a banger man awesome good. man thank you so
2: much for your time brother awesome stuff. i
0: hope you come back awesome. oh yeah we'll do some more stuff this was and, awesome and talk just like we'll talk bob Lazar.
1: yeah i can't wait to come back man awesome yeah man. let's let it marinate and uh let's see what the people say maybe they want me to come back who knows we'll do some magic we'll do like a whole magic thing awesome yeah man, man. Love thank you guys it. thank appreciate you appreciate it man awesome
0: thank you again all right that's what i've up, never man. seen yeah like man that before. Yeah. holy shit Sweet.